following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to episode 30 of the Saturday Night Theater Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Swartz. And I'm your host, Alex. And today's episode is sponsored by JDS Electrical, Inc., licensed and insured. Call 716-523-2711 for all your electrical needs. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you for sponsoring us as well. So, Alex, today is what? A week since we've closed? Yeah. A week. So And I'm still tired. I'm still tired. Yeah. So we closed Sunday. We had the cast party um right after, of course. And I'm still okay, so we everyone we played football. Like the, the a majority of the cast went out, played football, and that was so much fun. Like I truly <laughs> just had a great time. And then once everybody else left, it was uh me, Jared, Patricia, um Callum. And we all we were at Mayor's Park. If you know Mayor's Park, they have the hills. We all rolled down the hills. <laughs> like we were like five oh, years old. Oh, that's fun. I'm still sore from doing it. There's like these from big the hill. There's like these big divots. <laughs> so you would literally go airborne and just <laughs> land on your shoulder or land on, on any part of you. So I'm still I'm physically feeling it. I'm emotionally feeling the the disconnect from Sweeney Todd. Uh so I'm I'm feeling it everywhere. I, I'm not so emotionally disconnected from Todd just because I feel like I've seen you guys during the week. So I'm oh, yeah, still yeah. like, no, it's happening still, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. Well, we hung out Friday night. So yeah. it, was, it was like, we, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was still something. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's been it's been weird. I, I keep saying, like, I, I can't believe that it happened. It's like a fever dream because I've been listening to it since... Before Frankenstein, oh I guess God. my number one every track on that is my number one thing on Spotify because I've <laughs> just been nonstop. The movie, the Broadway, um, not the current Broadway, but the original Broadway, and I'm just like my brain is just it can't comprehend that it's now over, <laughs> and like I don't ever <laughs> have to listen to Sweeney Todd no. again, which is sad. Like it's so I I put so much time into it, so it is insane, and I still haven't come to terms that it's over. Yeah, it's like even. If you related to building the set, it took weeks and weeks and weeks, mm. and then three hours to tear down most of it. Three hours, and it's down. Yeah. 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 We took it down yesterday. So we didn't even get a full week of separation. It was – we closed <clears throat> Sunday. We had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and which we decided to hang out with each other after seeing each other all, <laughs> that whole time. Uh, and then Saturday, we were back in. So you didn't get a whole week to, to even get a week off. Yeah. And then we're back to crew. 
um, today we have the podcast, and then Monday, Tuesday are auditions for Spiral Staircase and Night to the Living Dead. Uh, so, when am I getting sleep? Never. 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 Uh, I've read the script multiple times this week, and it's just like, it was literally just like, snap, and you have to now change. Like, I I have to just be full Spiral Staircase now and like forget about Sweeney Todd and... <laughs> the last couple months of my life <laughs> so it is it's nuts it's nuts yeah but i'm really looking forward to auditions i'm really excited yeah well they're they're monday and tuesday right monday and tuesday yes monday tuesday from six thirty to eight thirty. Six thirty to eight thirty. yes uh we're auditioning for both spiral staircase and night of the living dead at the same time uh they're gonna run rehearsals the same time i'm gonna have two rehearsals a week for spiral staircase my dad's going to have one a week for Night of the Living Dead until we open um, Spiral, and then it will oh, there pick up. Only two for Spiral? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes, yeah. It's a shorter play. Uh, we definitely have a lot less time to put it together than like any other play. So it's going to be a lot, but um, I'm excited. I, I love reading it. I, it creates a really cool vibe, and I'm sure we'll talk about that a whole lot more. I've not read it. I want to. Yeah, I mean, one, I don't know. Once... Once you're, it, it's not like it's like too com- complex or anything, but I, I just, I really love the, the vibe it creates. It's like a really cool vibe that I want to transfer to the stage. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm working on right now is trying to figure out how to completely transfer it. And I don't even know my cast, so that's, really hard. <laughs> uh, we'll yeah, find you were talking earlier about trying to balance which, what you should work on the stories or the spire or spire staircase the stories are flying in out of nowhere they they really are i ordered all the awards um all the votings in it that that's gonna be a lot alex and i still have to write all of our material for hosting um i'll say this here because we haven't sent the text out yet so you have to dress up first off and then second um bring like something to to share like a dessert or whatever you want to bring whatever um and you can bring a plus one so then um, whoever you want, you get one plus one. So you get one plus one. One plus one. <laughs> um, yeah. So so that's that. We'll, we'll text that out too to all the members. I'm very excited. But that's – it's <laughs> again, it's I, like I, everything. Like when we – Tracy and I planned the date and we didn't think about, about like – The musical and – Like the musical is just ending. These two shows are just starting now let's run into the, <laughs> to an award <laughs> show. Uh, but it'll be fun. It'll be fun. This is a test run for the years to come. Well, I ordered a plaque for best show. So whichever one wins best show, we screw into the little thing and their little nameplates on there. I did from 2023 to 2035. Yeah, I saw that. So we have to do it at least until 2035. <laughs> oh, yeah. hmm. Or else it's just a complete... <laughs> Even if we hate it. If we hate it at that point, it's like, I don't care. We have to fill <laughs> out have to do this 12. stupid play. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm fine doing that. I, I think it'll be fun. <laughs> but I said I, I'm racked with guilt. And I we had 30 people vote. So it's in no way my vote. It was in no way my decision who wins anything. <laughs> I have all the poll results. I've shared all the poll results with multiple people. I still just feel guilty for like people who, who didn't does. win something. He's constantly know. like, but should we... Uh, add this one or maybe <laughs> get an award for this person like dj this is just how it works but like i think this this year i think will be the only year that i do it unless we continue like to have crazy seasons like this which i would love obviously but so many great performances across the whole 
spectrum here, like from Halloween Dreams to to Sweeney Todd, just some of like the best performances. Yeah, I think we've had on the stage. So it's really really tough to just pick one of those. So if if I had my my way, I'd give everyone an award this season, not every <laughs> season. Like I'm, I'm always very much against that. Yeah. Like this season, everybody really deserved it. So I would love. Yeah, to Yeah, you that. really want to recognize everyone, and everyone deserves to be recognized. Yeah, an award is just. You know, a little... The people spoke, and, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not the a people. Bonus. I'm not the people. I want that clear. <laughs> I have the the poll results, so <laughs> not my decisions. Um, yeah, so that's that. That's our catch up from the week, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's introduce our guest. She is a oh, well. We didn't figure this out, so I won't. I was going to do like a wrestling announcement, but we didn't figure out how many shows you're in yet. Uh, <laughs> Jill Anderson is our guest today. Thank you for joining thank us. You. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here today. Thanks. Um, we were talking a little bit before this, and like we'll just touch on this, and then we'll talk about it more later. But um, you were part of the big uh, changing from from normal summers to this summer. Deb and Joanne left. And then um, we mentioned this before. Jill was was in like ten more than ten shows in a row for our yeah. summer musical. So like she was like the face of the wow, musical. Ten with I, I think it was I think it was eleven. Eleven leading oh. all the way up to shout last year. Yeah. So it was a it was a change everywhere <laughs> on stage behind the scenes, <laughs> which I think is great. Like I think it was it was cool and and I think we did it well. Mm-hmm. But it yeah. was just like again adding to the stress. Like yeah. Uh, everyone everyone is is now gone um but yeah i will touch more on that later i just thought that was a cool tidbit to add in let's get into sweeney todd let's talk about sweeney todd a little bit because jill saw sweeney our version of sweeney todd in a week before i saw the broadway version so (laughs) a week week. it was friday night i saw the sweeney todd on broadway with josh groban and then the next friday i was at the ghost light theater (laughs) seeing sweeney todd again so there were lots of uh throats sliced in my week <laughs> that's for sure sweeney out yeah. for sure very very sweeney out um but it was great and i thought they both held their own very very well um i thought that you guys handled it extremely well the vocals were phenomenal visually it was gorgeous as always the sets continuously blow me away um and your leads just wow comparatively seeing it after seeing like the first Broadway revival in like what since the eighties, yeah, <laughs> um, was like absolutely. It was it was really good. You guys did a really nice job. Thank you, I appreciate oh, that. You're welcome. We were talking a little bit about uh, love it on Broadway because I just I'm curious to know <laughs> other people's opinions who have seen her because yeah. I've, I've heard from multiple people who not necessarily are like big theater people like you are just like know everything about Broadway. So. <laughs> I personally didn't love her. I thought she was extremely entertaining. Yeah. But I just I didn't feel like she fit the role. So she's an interesting case because she's the youngest uh, Miss Lovett to ever like professionally do the role like on a Broadway setting. Normally she's a lot older. Yes. Um, so I think that was playing against her in a sense. Um, I actually was at a uh, Broadway teacher's workshop and she came and spoke. Um, and that she was like, oh, how do I do this? Like, do I do it like Patty? Do I do it like Angela? And she had to really just ground herself in the text and try to make it her own, which is so difficult with that character because it's done iconically so many times. Um, but I, I, I enjoyed her. I've followed her career since she was in Legally Blonde, um, and then Kinky Boots. And I think, I think she played it 
like her. Um, and I think that's not generally what people see when they see Love It. Yes. So I think that's going against it a little. I just think she was a little young. Uh, yeah. But Josh Groban's also very young. It was a very young Sweeney cast for the Broadway stage. Right. Um, but but I did. I, I will say, like, I'm going to prefer Patty like or Angela. Or like yeah. one of the iconic right, divas. Right, right, right. Um, but no, I, I, thought, I thought she was good. I enjoyed her. But like I said, I'm biased because I'm a fan of hers and yes, I have been yeah. a fan of hers. Um, but that's how I feel about Groban. Like he really wasn't right for the role in any way, shape or form. But he's Josh Groban. So he also like... has gold in his throat. Exactly. Like, anytime exactly. that man <laughs> opened his mouth to sing, I was like jaw on the floor. Like, please. Keep... Like, it sounded spot on. You go, you go see shows and like I've been there where I hit a note and it's like not great and you're like it's live theater. No, yeah. he sounded like a recording. Oh yeah, he did. The yeah. entire show. Um going back to um Annalie Ashford though, I thought her physicality was great. Yeah. Which I think was playing into like she's very young. Yes. Um and like when she slid down the stairs in a full split, like I'm like this is hysterical. Like I thought she was a very physical. Um did you guys see uh Gaten Yes. Maserati? He got injured the night before my show. Oh, my God. He had an understudy. And it was no. even weirder because the understudy was old. Like, oh, older. No. Like, he looked older because yeah. clearly he was somebody who could do the role but also be in the ensemble. So it was, like, really young Love It, older Toby, and it's like, hmm, okay. <laughs> like, straight up Aww. looked like they could be, like, she was more like a teacher than, right. like, a motherly figure. So I thought that was that was weird, too. That is, he was my favorite part. Of, I know. So that's so sad. I was a little bummed, but it's okay. Understudies are great. Shout out to understudies. Yeah. 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 True. Because I know a lot of the times you go to see a show, like I was, when I was in New York, I went to go see Kimberly Akimbo, which was really cool. It was the Tony Award winner this past season. Um, and Bonnie Mulligan, who won the Tony, was out, who I'm also a big oh fan God. of. And I got the understudy for her. And at first, it's like your heart sinks and you're like, no. But the understudy was phenomenal. And you're like, yes, good for that yeah, person. Yeah, good for them. Like, yeah. grateful I got to see their, like, their experience of the show. We had an understudy for Pirelli when we were there. And his name was Dan Torres. <laughs> that's <laughs> amazing. Oh, let's go. Um, yeah. Was it actually, like, did he move to New York? Yeah, that that's what I was hoping. Like yeah, that would be the that coolest was, thing yeah. ever. Broadway debut. Oh, <laughs> no one knows. Yeah, no one knows. He's just gonna appear as Pirelli. That would have been amazing. Um but yeah, shout out understudies. They yeah. they're 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 doing their thing. Um <laughs> I, I, <laughs> they are, they're doing their thing until they're called upon. Have understudies, okay. Yeah, no, we don't have understudies. I have gone on that goes I stage not feeling great, but you oh, know yeah. what? The show must go on. Yeah. Yeah. And we have eight performances. I feel like it, yeah, yeah. When you're on Broadway and you're expecting hundreds of performances, like yeah, Truth. all right, all right. Bring bring in understudies. You got eight. I've been, <laughs> I've had strep. I've had every kind of disease, and I've gone up there and. Yeah, am I correct that we used to do three weekends? Yes. Like way back when. Yes. Was it still eight shows? I don't even remember. I was so little. It was still eight shows. So we do Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Next weekend, Friday, Saturday, Saturday. and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday. Oh, that was crazy. That yep. was like Sound of Music, Oklahoma. <laughs> yes. That era. Yeah, it was. It feels like forever ago. Why did that was change? forever ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know when it changed. I don't know I the don't exact either. time. But I remember my parents talking about it. I'm like, I hate this idea. Like, two weekends is so stupid. And now it's like, I would rather die than do three weekends. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather die. It, it does drag. It's like a whole month then. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Your whole month of weekends. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, just two, like, Friday, come out for Friday and Saturday, and then, like, you're done. Yeah. 
It's just not worth it. And we used to do those brush up rehearsals though, because those were the best. Those That's why so I remember fun. that there was the three weekends, because it was between. Was it the first or the second weekend? Because it was like a really long gap. Yes. The sec- I think it was between the second and third weekend. We'd do like a Thursday rehearsal. We'd run through the show really fast, but we'd all try to pull pranks on each other during the show. <laughs> so like, I just remember 11-year-old self getting spooked by Debbie and Joanne and like monster masks during Lonely Goat Herd <laughs> of Sound of Music. <laughs> like they were just like peeking out of the corner. It was great. I remember those. We did them for, for every show then. Yeah. And it was It's a Wonderful Life. And I was like too young to like, pull any of like the stuff but i i would try to and everyone's like okay this is just annoying now yep. but yeah no those oh my god i forgot about the the brush-ups those are great yeah i never successfully pulled anything off well but i enjoyed <laughs> everyone else's pranks <laughs> all right before we get too far into theater let's air our beefs uh i know alex <laughs> is just beefs. loaded today yeah but my, mine's long so someone else should air their shorter beef do you want to go do you want me to go you can go because i don't know if i have that many okay. much okay beef uh, <laughs> my beef, I started talking about it at crew yesterday and this is on me. This I'm fully taking my beef is against me. I directed Frankenstein. If you've listened to any episode of the podcast, you know that. And, uh, it was back in January, February, something this, I, I was looking at set photos and stuff for the stories and trying to get everything ready for that. And I was shocked and appalled with the set. I'm very disappointed with how that set came out. I, I don't, I don't know what I was seeing. Like when I was at the soundboard, and like, yeah, this is fine. It's one of the worst sets I think I've ever seen in my life. And it I is not the worst. It, it, it You're is, being really yeah, that's super critical. No, because it, it, I had a vision and I had a drawing of what I wanted it to be. So what it could have been is so much better. And we just ran out of time, and the person who we needed to paint the set couldn't come into the last weekend. So they're like, yeah, let me just do this, this. And I'm like, yeah, do whatever, because we just need like something painted on here. So it was a whole bunch of time issues. But seeing that setback is like not okay. I, I thought the performances were fantastic. I thought my lighting was fantastic. Like I think that's the best thing I've ever directed. And then I look back on it, and, and the set is like the biggest missing piece. Maybe the pictures and the, the photos don't do it justice. No, it's ugly. <laughs> it's ugly. It, you it, can't it, live your life in theatrical regret, though. You have to just yeah. be like, I'm going to move forward, and I'm going to, next time I direct it, it'll be different. I know. But after, after it closed, I'm like, I never want to touch this again because I think this time was perfect. And then now, however many not. months, and now however many months later, I look back and I'm like, "This is not perfect. This is this is not good." <laughs> so I, and it's not on anybody else but myself. So anyone who helped with that set, you are appreciated. But you just you were following my my wrong vision at the time. But I had a better vision, and it was it would have been much cooler. Maybe but I'll like why, release why a picture you do or something. That vision? Because I didn't want to paint it because I I not the best painter like i I, mm. I could get something across or you get the point across if i needed to but the person who's coming in to help paint is a f- phenomenal painter so I, I trusted them to do it and uh we just we saw two different things and it was kind of a mesh of both and it didn't work it just didn't work so um yeah that's that's my beef and, and that this this is the last time I'm going to try to think about it and talk about it and just push forward. <laughs> no regrets. So now when you think back on Frankenstein, is it not fond memories? <laughs> now you're just, it's just it's just overshadowed by I'm gonna, the set. I'm going to remember it and be like, that's that's like my favorite thing I've directed. That's the best thing I think I've directed. 
and then it'll be number close number two is that set was horrible. Close, <laughs> close number two. <laughs> that set was horrible. So I I want to push forward. Let us know if you Thank agree you. if the set was horrible. Just kidding. <laughs> I do agree. So I won't. My feelings won't be hurt. It was it was it was really bad. It was it was bad. And uh, but we nailed the Sweeney Todd set. Sweeney Todd set mm-hmm. I think is one of my favorite sets we've ever done there. So it was gorgeous. Push it forward. Was, the Sweeney Todd set was absolutely gorgeous. Better than Broadway? And it worked. <laughs> Broadway didn't really have a set. <laughs> that's what he was that, saying. That's what I said, It was yeah. very... And I was... I remember seeing it, and I was pretty far back in the balcony, um, and I remember being like, oh, there's like nothing. There's like that's what I said bar. Too. There was the, the, um, the pie store kind of like rolled out, and it was just a counter. Um, and I was like, oh, what are they? But then by act two, it got really cool and crazy and everything kind of started moving. But yeah, ve- but that's kind of the new thing is like minimalistic sets. Yeah. You rarely go to Broadway. I saw, um, New York, New York, which just closed and that had like an old time fashion. Like it was like a billion dollars to run and it won best set design at the Tonys, but it was beautiful. It was like finally a big set, but yeah. I feel like a minimalistic thing it's like the new trend, which I understand money and right. all that stuff. But I don't know. I hate a minimalistic set. Yeah. I really do. Or like the screens they use now. I don't oh, that. projection yeah. screens. Yeah. yeah, that one. That one hurts. Yeah, <laughs> it can be used very effectively. Yes. If done right. But like I saw Anastasia and it was like, this is a princess musical. I want big, elaborate sets. Yes. <laughs> I don't want projection screens. Yeah. That right. was at Shays, though, so tours. But yeah, maybe that's my beef. I like that. I bet projections. The yeah. yeah, and I, I'm a, I've, I don't know if you don't know, I'm a theater teacher. That's like my full time job now. Is I teach high school theater, um, and so many high schools use projections because it's affordable, it's easy, and it can be done very, very effectively. Yes, but sometimes it looks really, really cheap. Like a good old fashioned hand painted backdrop mm-hmm. is so gorgeous. Like let's go back. Yeah. Sometimes I think technology can be such a beautiful, helpful thing, and then sometimes it's a hindrance from like yes, absolutely the actual acting and a really nice set. I, yeah, I agree with That's that. That's my beef is that I think okay. tech That's is relying beef. too much on. Let's go like Ghostlight. You know my favorite thing. Not my. I know I love a lot of things about Ghostlight. I love that you don't use microphones. Yes, because kids don't know how to project. No, and you don't. know what? I grew up, I would say a lot of my training, I started at Ghostlight when I was 11, is from the Ghostlight stage. And I have never, I don't think I've ever once had a director say they can't hear me. No. Wow. And you know why? <laughs> it's because I learned how to project. <laughs> like yeah. Never once have think, I had a problem hearing you. No. These kids yeah. think that like, oh, I'm just going to have a microphone on, it'll be fine. But a microphone doesn't pick a, pick up a voice that's not being projected properly. Yeah. So if you're not... So that's another example of technology being a hindrance. I absolutely agree. The amount of people that come out and audition, I've never, as a director, I've never not have to give the note, you need to be louder. Never yeah. once in my career as a director has I, have I ever not had to say, you need to be louder. Right. And, and we, our building was a church, so it's made to throw voices. Mm-hmm. And we fit 200 people. You're not reaching a 4,000 people. Right. Like you literally have to just reach the back of the, the thing. And it, I always, always have to give that note because they're used to using microphones. Yeah. I remember um, Don would always come in like one of the last rehearsals mm-hmm. of the musical because Debbie was directing. And it was like 
the stressful day. Yes. We would all get really nervous because Don was coming in. And I, he, I remember, I think one time it was like, yeah, I can hear Jill. I was like, yeah, <laughs> great, thanks. Like, that was always my one thing. No yeah. matter if, if, I'd, if I stunk, <laughs> my acting was awful, you could at least hear me. <laughs> and that's number one. <laughs> yeah, that's the most important. And it's always a problem with the musical because the music gets loud and yeah. then the, the people fall back and they're like, well, I'm used to having a microphone, so it's fine. It's like, it, it's not fine. You don't Just need, sing out. You don't need a mic. You don't need a mic for a, a 200-person house. Yeah. You really don't. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now we got the theater beef out of the way. I know. I was like, I went from having no beef to, to having a lot, a lot of beef a lot really of fast. Beef. <laughs> don't know where that came from. I'm very sorry. I back it. I back the no, beef. No, yeah, we've talked about that. It, technology yes in theater yeah we talked about too. it with jesse who is a tech guy and he's yeah. like it it's it's going too far mm-hmm. and i completely agree. like ai and stuff terrifying oh yeah. for the arts God, community yeah. absolutely terrifying yeah absolutely okay ready yeah i'm ready for your beef. <laughs> Let's alex alex has been building up this beef <laughs> since I, tuesday <laughs> i got a text on tuesday that she's got beef for the podcast i'm well, ready you i think besides mustafa you were the first person i, <laughs> I was like i have beef just because this made me so angry um okay so my beef tuesday morning i had a doctor's appointment at 7 40 a.m i remember it was at 7 40 i put it right in my calendar the lady, the receptionist even said, oh, that's an early appointment when I made it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I know it was there. Um, I get there. I probably, I'm outside the door at like, I pull into the parking lot at 732. I'm probably inside the building at 735. I go to open the door. It's locked. No one's there. The lights are off. I'm like look, peering in the windows. <laughs> <laughs> I stand there for five minutes, like scrolling through my phone, making sure it's at 740. And I thought it was a text originally. So, and I'm not finding it. I'm like, where is this? I know I get, I got sent a confirmation. It's in there. Couldn't find it. So I'm standing at this door for five minutes. No one's there. So I walk down farther into the lobby and I'm still scrolling through my phone. Can't find the confirmation. So I, I'm like, oh, it's in my email. So I go to my email. It says 7.40 in the morning. So I, I um, look at their hours on Google. Then it says Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 4. Oh, my God. So now I'm thinking, why did they give me a 7.40 appointment if they right. don't open until yeah, 8.30? So I go to my car and I'm like, should I leave or should I just wait an extra 40 minutes? My work's chill, so I, I have time I can use. So I'm like, I'll just stay. So I sit in my car. Oh, I actually ended up calling them multiple times and no one answered. Yeah. And, and the, their automated hours said 830 to 4. So I just wait till 830. I, I'm like there at 830 at their door. I go inside. It's open and it's popping. Like there are, oh, no. <laughs> there, are there are patients there like waiting in the, in the um, waiting area. And I go up to the receptionist. And I'm like, I was here. I had an appointment at 7.40. Oh, this is the part I didn't tell you. I I uh, had an appointment at 7.40 and the door was locked. And she just looks at me and she's like, oh, that's weird because we open early on Tuesdays. And I'm like, what? what do you mean? And she's like, yeah, we were open. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God. No, you weren't. I was at the door. She's like maybe you just missed us like we you walked away when we like <laughs> unlocked the door oh, or something no. so they must have unlocked the door after the my 740 time slot 
mm-hmm. maybe yeah. like seven forty five, seven fifty. So I waited in my car, uh, and you could have been like, and I could have been there in the appointment. Yeah, and then she was like, "Let me see if they can get you in." I'm like, "They're getting me in." <laughs> what do you mean? I just waited an hour outside when I didn't need to. That is horrible. Yeah, that I that is annoying. I hate doctor's appointments. Mm-hmm. Any type of appointment, it's a hassle. I agree. I agree. I hate doctor's appointments. And they can't even give you anything for free. Like, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry this happened to you. Here's a coupon. Like, no. It's, it's, a, it's a I know. Doctors. I'm like, what can they do? They can't do anything. I got, a, I got a bill in the mail the other day. I went to, like, a well, like, the urgent care, like, well now for something a couple, probably, like, two months ago. And I got a $5 bill in the mail. <laughs> $5. I was like, what? And I'm pretty sure I paid the copay like when I went there. I was like, "What is this five dollar bill for?" <laughs> Couldn't cover that for me, insurance? Yeah. Like, please, five dollars. Oh, yeah, she uh, still have to pay it actually. <laughs> that's that's so obnoxious. Yeah, so doctors and scheduling. And scheduling seven forty. That is way too early. <laughs> well, I usually I'm at work by seven, so uh, okay. I was like, okay, I'll do an early one. That's didn't work outrageous. out i would have been so mad I, and i can't do anything and like i don't want to be rude to i don't need to be rude you don't need to be rude if you yeah, really don't no, i agree was it was it the same receptionist it was the same oh, okay. one. if it's the same receptionist i'm going in <laughs> i'm i'm laying like, into there, this were, there was a second receptionist and then another patient and he was helping him out at the counter and they were just like looking over at me as i was like, explaining this and like overhearing and i'm like uh please don't i'm not, i'm not mad like I, I sounded angry, but I really was just like... <laughs> well, yeah, I would have been angry. I, I am. A little fed up at that point. Yeah. 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 would have been like, I just waited outside of my car for an hour. <laughs> Either I'm getting to. something for free. That's what I'm like. I don't care what it is. You anything. figure it out. <laughs> That's what I'm like. They can't really do anything. Free pad, like. <laughs> yeah. I need something. I need I need something for my hassle uh. here. <laughs> Grab one of the fish out of your, your fish tank or something. I'll take that with me. I'm not doing this an yeah. hour. That's, yeah. that's outrageous to me. Yeah. I can't believe that happened. Mm. And you called them. I called them multiple you, that's, times. That's the crazy thing is that if they were there, why didn't they answer? That's Unless they saying. don't answer the phone before 830. Because I used to work retail. And if the store wasn't open, we'd just stare at it for a second. We'd be like, <laughs> oh, no, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> They'll call back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just like, if you have an appointment set for 740, you have to at least be open by 7.30. I would think 7 yeah. o'clock. I mean, even earlier, but at the very least, se- yeah. your doors are unlocked at 7.30. Like, you think doctors have a little more to, to like, do before they, they see a patient. <laughs> you would think. I don't know. Like, before a show, I'm there, like, two hours early. Right. And I'm not a doctor. I'm not, like, performing some kind of, I don't know, whatever doctors do. I don't know what, <laughs> what this was for. But... I, like I don't know. I feel like yeah, I would be there like an hour early. Don't they recommend you show up to your appointment like yes. fifteen minutes early too? Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, where is the discrepancy here? It's not my fault. You definitely it's were not, not open at seven forty. You were probably the first appointment of the day, and they were supposed to open at seven thirty, and, and they did not. And then they made it sound like it was my fault. Ugh. That's crazy to me. Oh yeah. You. We probably just missed each other. Okay. Well, make it up to me. Yeah. Now. Make it up. <laughs> My hands out. Where's where's free? Where's t- Something free. Um, did you get a new doctor? <laughs> I would have. That's I'm even so harder. Serious. This is That's only- even harder to do. <laughs> I don't have a doctor. Me? 
I don't. I I was kicked out of the the, the pediatric oh, place. Oh yeah, that was a tough. Tr- tr- that was a tough transition. Yeah, right? and so I still don't have a doctor. I'm like, I, if they don't want me, then nobody wants me. I'm done. <laughs> I'll, I'll die in my bed at home. You're like, not... hi, I'd like to make an appointment. And they're like, yes, we have three months from now available. <laughs> <laughs> could be dead by that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, well, I don't, this, I'm this not planning on being sick in three months. So This was a, um ENT specialist, and this was the second time I saw them. So. Oh, okay. I have an ENT. Where do you go? <laughs> Western New York ENT. <laughs> oh, and the other thing with this is the first time I went, the doctor that I saw, he kind of had an attitude. And <laughs> a lot of them do. <laughs> I, after that one, I was like, why is no doctor ever nice? <laughs> but um, so I went there for my sinus issues and I was just like, well, if whatever you're prescribing me doesn't really do anything, make a difference, I'll go see an allergist. And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I'll just go try something. Yeah. Else. Is there, was I not clear? <laughs> and he's just like, we are allergists too. <laughs> And he's like, we can do that here. And I'm like, okay, sorry. Didn't mean to step on your toes. I thought it was just like, because you hear separate, there's allergy specialists and ENT specialists. And they can be both, but I didn't know they were. Okay, but do it then. Like, oh, no, no, <laughs> don't worry. Do we, we do that here. Like, okay, then, then start. Then do it. When does this start then? Do so I have then- to pay extra? Do I have to show up an hour early for that one too? <laughs> so then the um ne- the second time that I went, um, I saw someone else. It was a different, it was the physician's assistant. She was nice. Okay. Um, but she was like, she told me I had to t- get a blood test done for allergies and I ended up being allergic to, I'm allergic to cats and dust. Those are like my top two. Okay. <laughs> so, um, she was like, I'm going to put you, I'm going to continue some of the medication I was on. And she's like, if this doesn't work in the next few months then you should think about seeing an allergist (laughs) (laughs) oh my god don't you do that (laughs) you need to bring the other guy in here because i know he's an allergist he made it quite clear to me that he was I i didn't even say anything i just was like i'm just gonna walk out of here and maybe never come back You need a new place. I'm. I'll. I'll set you up somewhere. Yeah, I think I'll set you, I'll set you up with my guy. I like yeah. my guy. Yeah. Don't know if he's an allergist, but. <laughs> are, do you do that too? Are you? Are you all allergists? <laughs> that is insane. Yeah, I. I could have said something like, "This guy said you guys were," but <laughs> I just dropped it. I didn't want to pick up something else and start something else. <laughs> wow. What a yeah. rodeo. Yes. Yeah, so- <laughs> <laughs> that was my Tuesday, and that was that was sitting inside of me festering all week <laughs> just so I could say it on the pod. There it is. Now it's out uh, in the open. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I don't need to share my other beef. That was long enough. <laughs> well, do you want if we do another one this week? Then you can share. Your oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I'll share that one. All right. I enjoyed. I enjoyed that though. I thoroughly okay. enjoyed the doctor beef. <laughs> that was. That was good. Okay. I had to go to an allergist, so like a specialist, and they had to like. Pump me full of all those shots. Like it was like thirty something shots. That's awful. And then they're like, "Yeah, you're allergic to anything with fur." Like, Thanks, great. <laughs> Just what I, I was hoping die. to hear. Oh yeah, my, my cat like sleeps on my face. Like, yeah. oh my god. We, I, yeah. 
But they say that most people who own cats are actually allergic to cats. Yeah. But they just love the animals so much. <laughs> they just deal with it. That they're like, I will suffer with the <laughs> sniffles so I can love this animal. Oh, my God. We were in, in Florida, and I love cats, and we had a cat at home. But we went to Florida to visit my aunt. She's got a couple cats. And everyone's like, oh, he can't breathe. He can't breathe. So, like, I, I slept out, uh, out on the, the couch in, like, the living room, and, like, somebody slept out there with me. And so the cats were, like, there to, like, comfort me and make me feel better and, like, sleeping next to me. I'm like, oh, this is, like, the best. And then I'm like, but I still can't breathe at all. Yeah. And then I find out I'm allergic to cats, and they were literally surrounding me. <laughs> they were trying to comfort you, but they're, they were harming they're, you at the same time. That is cat best. energy <laughs> at all times. It's like, I love you, but I'm also secretly plotting to murder you. <laughs> I'm also killing you right now, but... But you can enjoy the, the last couple yeah. hours we have together. <laughs> My cat, like, he's the one that he'll be purring and he's, like, cuddling you and you pet him one too many times and he just oh. takes a chunk out of your arm, <laughs> like, biting you. I'm like, great. Love you, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I love cats. Shout out cats. Shout out, I, shout I, out I to do, Boots. I do love cats. I love Boots, your cat. Boots the cat. Do you Big, send the, the like, account? Oh, yeah. Bootsy <laughs> underscore it. bear 01. It's <laughs> <laughs> so My cat's Instagram. He's gorgeous. He's, like, a... He's adorable. Long-haired tuxedo with half a mustache, <laughs> but a whole heart. <laughs> my my roommate has three, so that's that's where the oh. the concern came from. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I never lived with cats growing up. I only had a dog, and then three years ago, I moved into this place with my friend, and now we have three cats. And that's when my sinuses started acting up, and yep. now I'm like, oh great. Well, I guess I'm just suffering forever. Until I move out. I'm okay with cats. I'm less allergic to cats than I am dogs. Like, I'm severely allergic to dogs. So we would go over, like, any everyone I know has a dog, and, and I, I die every time. And you have yeah, to mentally prepare yourself going in. Like, I'm just, I'm going to feel like I'm, I was hit by a bus after this. Oh Is my it worth God. it? Is it worth See, it? mine's not like that. I was expecting it to be, like, itchy eyes, runny nose. And that happens from time to time, but it's not bad. This, like, affected my sinuses. Yeah. And... I, I like constantly have a sore throat, so I'm like, this has got to stop. Yeah, I get the sore throat, but I also have like allergy induced asthma. Oh. So as soon as like a dog is near me, then it's like, okay, I have like ten seconds before I can't breathe anymore. Oh my god! And it's it sucks so bad. My eyes swell up and my my nose runs, and I'm just like, <gasps> and it's <laughs> it's horrible. SpongeBob who can't breathe. I, yeah. So it's like after every every family party, I would just take a shower and then just lay down in bed and, and just try to survive the night. <laughs> no one cares about you. Yeah. They just want the dog there. Everyone got used to it. Cared though the dogs more. Everyone got used to it. They're like, oh, okay. And I'm fine. I'm fine not going to parties. I'm not a party guy. So like I'd be fine missing all of them. But like, was, no, I'll make an appearance. It was a good excuse. Like, hi, bye, wave through the window. Like. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See you later. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Enough about about me dying and doctors and all of our beefs. Let's get into more of the theater stuff. So, Jill, how did you start in, in theater or acting or singing, all of it? In general? Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is one of my favorite stories, actually. I was in first grade, and I had a music teacher who um, was singing. We were singing some little song in first grade music. Um, and she was like, wait, everybody stop. There's a voice. I hear a voice. And she made us each sing the little song by ourselves. And then she got to me. And that night after school that day, she called my mom and she said, hey, 
your daughter can sing like really well. You should do something about it. I want her to sing a solo at um, our flag day ceremony. I'll teach it to her and she'll sing it all by herself in front of the whole like school and all oh the parents. God. I was in first grade. That's like, what, six years old? Yeah. Um, so I ended up doing that. And my, my family's not really like musical or like theater oriented or anything. Um, so after my mom saw me do that, she ended up running into my old church school teacher um, at a restaurant and was like, oh, look what Jill's doing. And it was like, they didn't have smartphones yet. So she like had the camera with her um, <laughs> and like showed the video. And she said, oh, my gosh, um, well, we're holding auditions for a show and we need some kids because they were doing Fiddler on the Roof. Okay. Um, why don't you bring her in to audition? Um, and I did. So I ended up, I was cast as Rue and Winnie the Pooh, Christmas Tale. <laughs> and I was cast as the youngest daughter in Fiddler for their season. Um, so I ended up doing those two shows and then I never stopped. But I credit it all to my first grade music teacher who took the time to be like, hey. Call your mom. Yeah. yeah. And my mom was like, she'll never gets in trouble. Like, why is this teacher <laughs> calling me right now? Um, so yeah, so she, she, um, I actually got to, I gave her an award my senior year that was like celebration of inspiration because I credit her for inspiring me to continue, um, and to pursue theater because ever since I was seven, then I, I did multiple shows a year and now I'm old. (laughs) (laughs) That is so cool and really highlights how important a teacher can be a good teacher. Yeah. Yeah, and I kind of credit that as my mantra that now I am I'm a teacher and yeah. oh, I get yeah. to do that same sort of thing for some of my students. Um I teach my full-time job is theater, dance and music um for high schools, high school girls, and then I also teach like 3 to 6-year-olds dance. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and then that's I'm a private amazing. vocal coach, so that ranges from like I think my youngest is 6 and my oldest is like older than me. Oh, like just awesome. people going back into music yeah. and wanting to take lessons. So I, I get to teach all all ages, um, and I absolutely love it. And I love that I get to now give that message on, pass it on. Yeah. That is so cool. I love that. Yeah. It's it's really it's really uh, a gift. I, I went to undergrad with the mindset of being a performer, um, and then I was kind of like, ah, I don't know if I like this lifestyle. Um, I always – well – uh, I used to choreograph some of the ghost light stuff. Yeah. Um, even when I was younger, Debbie would be like, do you want to do this number? <laughs> Help me out. Do these two numbers. Cause I was always a dancer. Um, so I ended up doing a lot of camps. Like when I was a junior in high school, I would teach, teach camps for middle schoolers and things like that. So I always kind of liked education. Um, but I picked an education minor up at UB where I was getting my BFA in music theater. Um, and that led to me being like, wow, I really like this part of it. I really like education. I really liked directing. Um, and then I decided to get my master's in NU for theater education, which I was the first, and I think I'm still the only person to have the degree. And, uh, I have my master's in science and education with a specialty in theater. Wow. I was the first person to ever get it at Niagara University. That's wild. Yeah, it was like a brand new program, and I was like, hey, can I do this? Like, I saw it on their website. Um, and they were like, oh yeah, that's like brand new. You want to go for it? I was like, sure. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I think someone might be graduating like this year with it, but I walked across the stage by myself. I was like, thank you. (laughs) 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 That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a, it's been a crazy ride, but, um, the company that I did all those like Fiddler with, um, and Winnie the Pooh, someone, someone who was in those shows said, 
hey, I know a theater. They're super great. They're doing sound and music, and they're looking for kids. Wow. Um, you should have. They told. Uh, they were telling my mom at that point. She was like my momager, um, <laughs> and she brought me to the sound of music auditions. And do you know that was the most stressful callback of my life? They had call. I I didn't remember they had call. Yes, the okay. sound of music callback because they would line us up, and we had to make the staircase. Okay, yep. like the height, and they would move us around, and we all had to sing, and it was like different pairings and different everything. It was, and there was like. A bunch of us. Yeah. There was probably like, how, well, how many? There's seven Von Trapp kids? Yeah. Six, yeah. seven? Yeah. And there was probably like double that there for the callback. Wow. So. For the callback. Wow. I'm glad. I'm glad your mom cast me. Yeah. <laughs> what a different road we'd be on. What if, I, what if I didn't get chosen as one of those tiny kids? <laughs> and then, yeah. And then I just loved it so much. I did every show after that. Well, musical, because school years were always hectic for me. Oh, yeah. They still are. I feel yeah. so guilty. Yeah, I can never you're... be in the plays, but it's like bad, time, bad timing for me because I have my own shows and things. No. And I'm yeah. directing. Yeah, no, that's understandable. Like, yeah. It's, and it's so much, as we were talking about earlier. It's like, right. it can be a lot. And when you introduce outside life into it, it's it, like, yeah. okay. Yeah, because when I was in school, obviously I had to do like my high school shows and things like that. And those always last like three months, four months. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I'd always come back every summer. And it would be like, summer started when the ghost light auditions happened <laughs> in my brain. And then it ended as the show was over. And then I had like the two weeks of like, what do I do now? Yeah. yeah. Two weeks of freedom. Yeah. So what were the, sh- do you remember the shows like in order? What came after Sound of Music? I think it was Sound of Music. And who'd you play oh. in them? Oh gosh. I was in <laughs> Sound of Music. I was Bielka. No, that's wrong. I was Brigida. Bielka was the kid in Fiddler I was. Uh, Sound of Music, I was Brigida. Oklahoma, I was... I think her name was like Ellen. Um, was it Godspell then? Because I remember my mom had to like call and be like, Jill's technically not old enough. Can she be in the show still? Because there was like an age limit on it. Godspell, yeah. yeah. Then I think it was Fiddler and I was Hava. This is a challenge you This gave is her. really I know. hard. I know. <laughs> then what was after Fiddler? Oh, was it Cabaret? Cabaret. I. I think that yeah, would be Yeah, I think right. it might have yeah. been Cabaret because I was Sally Bowles, which was like my first ever like big lead. That was crazy. Then it had to be Nonsense the first time. <laughs> really? Oh, I think because we did Nonsense the first time. Then I think we did Joseph. Then we did Nonsense the second time. Then we did Beauty and the Beast. And then we did Shout. And I totally stopped naming who I was. <laughs> what a turnaround for wow from from cabaret <laughs> yeah. to nonsense. Yeah, yeah. So we did cab- so we did cabaret. I was Sally Bowles, who was like a nightclub singer. Then nonsense. I was Sister Mary Leo, who wanted to be a ballerina. <laughs> then Joseph. I was the narrator, one of the narrators. And then I, we did nonsense again. And I, yes. but we did the second one. So I got to reprise my role, Sister Mary Leo, which was really, really fun. Then Beauty and the Beast, I got to play my dream role of Belle, and it was like the best summer of my life. <laughs> um, and then in Shout, I was the green girl because we were all colors. Yes. That was an interesting one. Yeah. I liked that one. Yeah. I, it was it, fun. It was so different. I thought it, it was, was. It was really- It was a great like ease back into it after the pandemic, too, because there was... 
four of us. Yeah. 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 There was just four girls and it was all 60s kind of music. And we got to go wear Bill's jerseys at the end because we sang the show. Yeah, I know. Nod yeah, your head over my there. Least, my least favorite part of the oh show. It was God. the best part of the show. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the, the songs from it. I mean, the story was whatever. Yeah, the, story was really the story was bizarre. I still don't know. Like, we were, like, <laughs> trying to... I don't know. It wasn't really a story. It was kind of concepty. Yeah. It was a yes. concept musical with jukebox twist. And every time you guys started singing, I'm like, yeah, here we go. Like, yeah, I love yeah. the music. It was like, get through the scene, song. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you know, but the the we have a bunch of girls at the theater, like the young ones who are call themselves the rats they are obsessed with shout really they act like mm. you guys are celebrities when because you came to the show the other two came to the show wait why did no one introduce me they were nervous oh i'm God. so serious they that's so I've, I've been told i'm intimidating and i think it's really funny because i feel like i'm not very into i think i'm just like a confident loud person yeah so people get really intimidated by me like, I've had guys be like, yeah, you're really intimidating. That's why this isn't going to work out. And I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> well, that's not a bad, bad thing. Yeah. No, but wait, that's so cute. Can I meet they, them? Yeah. Like, yeah. When, are, when are they there? I'll come. They're always there. They're <laughs> seriously always at yeah. the theater. I'll right now, they're, them. like, out of the state. But, um, yeah, no, they love you guys. and they. Stop. That's so cute. I was like, just go. I know all of them. Like, just go up and say hi to them. Like, it's none so of them because I literally mean. was at Sweeney and like you guys were turning the lights off on me. Like, I was trying to make my round <laughs> say hi to everybody. I still don't think I didn't even see everyone because everyone was like locking up, and I was like, oh, I should leave. Um, <laughs> I always but, just turn the lights off. Nobody, everyone's like, oh, I have to leave when the lights are off. Sometimes that's the case. Yeah, when it's like four hours in, but like four usually hours. it's no. Not we the used case. to try to kick people out. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. and it was a long one. That's definitely an indication that people need to leave. Leave. Okay. Yeah. At some point, but like no. <laughs> that's like the five minute is, warning yeah, like yeah. get out now <laughs> like the cast like well and like you're like one of us so like you could have yeah, said like the cast the cast would stay after like two three hours sometimes so well, we like, used to go friday been, night like, was witter's night yes which witter's has completely changed yeah so yeah uh, but no seriously let me know when i can go meet that yeah. i'll teach them a song we'll dance i don't know <laughs> <laughs> they sing they still sing the songs we went to new york to see um sweeney on broadway yeah. and so i had two of them in my car and um, they wanted to put shout songs into the <laughs> the queue and um, I wouldn't allow it because <laughs> I don't even think I remember the songs anymore but we also there was so that song that show was hard because there was so much singing and there was only four of us so yeah. we sang like every number oh my gosh there were some songs I'm like what are the words <laughs> <laughs> they all just blend together they did and we were like <laughs> I I'm younger. There's some, the, there was someone, uh, Caitlin was younger than me. Yeah. And so we were like, um, we'd never heard half the songs. Well, that's and Debbie and be like, how saying, do you not know yeah. this song? And we were like, I, mm, I don't oh know. My God. But it was cute because that show, there was a, a little bit of an older audience and they would like be singing. Yeah. Yeah. Like there was one show where in the front row, there was an older couple like holding hands and like singing along. And I felt like I was transported back in time with them. Yeah. Like they probably danced to the yeah. song like That's in so the cute. 60s or Aww. watched their parents dance to this music. Like it was very, very, it was very cute. Very yeah. Sentimental. Yeah, no, I really, I, I enjoyed all the singing in it, but I think it was, it was like a trap musical because, like, like you said, all the old people are gonna come out and see it because it's like, oh, sixties, great, yeah, and or older people, not old, but um, they, they'd come out and see it, and then, the, 
the the story wasn't for an older audience. It was definitely for a younger audience. So it was like yeah, a yeah. weird mix. It had this like weird undertones of like feminism coming to the front in the 60s mm-hmm. yeah. a little bit but it was like kind of there but told through like a little bit of raunchy jokes yes we right. even, well, yeah, we even were... like chilled it down because my oh. character was supposed to be like yeah you were like the flirty oh i was nervous i remember being like debbie i'm a teacher now like what if my students come to see this <laughs> like i'm a little scared i feel like everything we, we... you did was was definitely like Good. Like it you, was good. Well, you, we, you, yeah, you yeah, never yeah. passed the line. Yeah, we we kind of uh, cleaned it up a little bit. Made yes. it made it PG thirteen. Yes, <laughs> and still for some of the older audience, that was still like no, no, like yeah. they're not they're not dressed head to toe in <laughs> like a full garb. That so was the best costume, the I think. No, cabaret was good because some of these costumes I wore were so hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ghostlight was the time where I realized if you sweat enough, it gets into your eyes and it starts to burn. <laughs> oh, and then you're on stage uh, and you can't see and you're like, no. yes, this is great. <laughs> music Man. Did you miss Music Man? I did miss Music Man. I was in Music Man, too. <laughs> I was Marion Peru, the librarian. That I was mixed in there at the cabinet. It was librarian. Because like, we did it with Bo. That was amazing. That's why I thought of it because you said sweat. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Bo. <laughs> oh, my God. We had to kiss in that show and it was just like sweat. Oh, <laughs> it was right at the end of the show. We were that was that set was gorgeous. That's one of my favorite. That was sets one of ever. my favorite sets. I like it was a story. Look, looking at the pictures downstairs of that one, like storybook. Yeah, was that set absolutely? And that was all my mom's design. So like, I try to take from her and, and yeah, because like that, it just you sit and you're just impressed and you're in you're in this little little town. Yeah, and I, she always has coming through the audience. Yes, and that yeah. I loved so Music cool. Man a lot, and like I don't really like the older ones. I, I'm yeah, and as a director, I'm I'm move, definitely moving away from them. But Music Man was was like, I don't know, it felt like a, a breath of fresh air. It was it was old, but still like you guys brought something new to it. Yeah, that one was really fun. Um, that one was hot though. I was in many layers. That's another reason, yeah, because you were wearing yeah. like, dresses and that was the one where there was like that was when I started the Instagram takeovers. Yes, <laughs> and there was like videos of me running. Yes, because uh, because the the house, Marion's house, it was like I had to be upstairs to like sing out the window, and then I'd have to run down and like run around and get back to like exit through the front door. Yes, that was chaos. We have since added the stairway in the back. We yes. had it for Beauty and the Beast, so like that would have been real easy for you now. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, that one definitely had to be a hot one because you had every layer yeah. of every. That one was also just the musical being in the summer. It's yep. so hot. Yeah. Yep. Everyone in the back is. I always sweaty. felt like I lost a couple pounds though <laughs> of pure sweat. Well, Beauty and the Beast was hysterical because I had to do the quick change into my ball gown, but I was so sticky because oh. I was so wet that they would shove um, baby powder on me, oh my <laughs> so they could God. slip the dress and the gloves on. Oh. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. How was? Your your process for Beauty and the Beast? How was because you said it was like your dream role? So like walk us through like getting the role and everything. Oh from my, there. this is embarrassing <laughs> because you guys announced that you were doing Beauty and the Beast, and I like lost my mind. I was like, no, no, like that, like that is like I am a Disney nerd through and through. Um, that was my dream princess. Like there's pictures of me as a little kid in like bell dresses, um, and so I stressed. Uh, because you guys announced the musical like a year in advance by yep. the time you do the season. 
And so I stressed and I stressed and I stressed. And I remember like I did voice lessons and prepped that audition. Like it was my chance for Broadway. <laughs> um, and I, and I did it and it went, it went well. Um, and then we had callbacks and there was like me and like 10 other girls that I didn't know for going for bell. And I was like, I'm not going to get it. I was like, I'm not going to get this. I was doubting myself. I was panicking. There is a picture of me. It's still saved on my phone. Mascara down my face, like crying after the callbacks because I was convinced I was not going to get this part. And I was going to, it was going to break me. Like I never wanted a part so bad in my life. Um, but then there's a picture of me happy crying (laughs) taken like two days later. Um, and I remember that callback, like I went for it. Like I hated myself after that callback. Um, cause there, we like had to do the little town. It's a quiet village. Um, like the storytelling one and we had to come out and do it. I went, I went backstage like into I was like I know this theater I was like I'm gonna make an entrance like I went into the little oh, cubby man. walked out like came out with the script like I was reading a book sat on the edge of the stage like read it to the other girls that were there to call back for Belle like I I was that I was that person <laughs> it, it was I do like to call it my Rachel Berry moment <laughs> that I was like Very I will exciting. do anything <laughs> right now um and then luckily I was so grateful I, I did get it and I was at work and I was screaming a lot. Um, but I, I did get it. And that show will just be really special to me. And I got to do it with Sean as the Beast, which was really cool because we got to com- become close. Yeah. After that show. So, um, yeah, it was magical. That's all I can say. Um, and then my mom, shout out to my mom who bought the yellow dress. Yeah, it was a gorgeous for the ball gown because she was like, she was like, you need the most like elaborate yellow ball gown ever because I'm an only girl and I have two older brothers, (laughs) so like I am the definition of like little princess. (laughs) Um, so we spent a lot, an undisclosed amount of money on a custom made (laughs) yellow ball gown. Custom made. It was custom made for me. Um, and it's huge. We had to have like two hoop skirts under it. I could barely waltz, but. Some nights I walked out and just got an applause for the dress. Oh, yeah. And that made my mom, like, thrilled. <laughs> so, yeah, we always joke that I'll just wear it on my wedding day one day. <laughs> but um, I ended up, during the pandemic, I had that dress. So I ended up dressing up as Belle and reading to kids over Zoom um, to, oh. like, inspire children to keep reading while they weren't able to be in school. Yeah. Um, and I still, to this day, sometimes go out and do little character meet and greets um, and I've added to my collection of princess dresses so I can read to read to little kids. Wow. And, but that started I was bored during the pandemic. So I started my own little business where I dress up as characters and read. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. 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 So it all worked out. So the dress still has you. And I just did a play at the sh- I just directed a play where the first girl got to wear the bell dress. That wasn't me. Oh, my God. Because Bell, we did Game of Tiaras, which is like Game of Thrones meets Disney princesses. Um, and I let the girl playing Belle wear my dress. Was a sad. I was a little I was scary. Oh, no. I remember like, telling the high schoolers we like had a powwow, and I was like, "No liquid near the dress. No, <laughs> like, don't even like breathe on it. Yeah, <laughs> don't touch it." How the- many other princess dresses do you have? Um. Oh gosh, I have Belle. I have Elsa from Frozen One and Two. Um. <laughs> I because I kept being I kept being Elsa from Frozen One, and all the kids were like, "Frozen Two is better." I was like, oh, fine. Okay. <laughs> um, then I have Snow White. I have Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. 
she's not really a princess yeah but um i feel like i have more i technically have a cinderella dress now if i need it um i'm blanking but there was a good a good array of them (laughs) yeah but the belt one was always the best I was in those, you know, those birthday, like, COVID drive-by parades? Yeah. People would hire me to, like, sit in their trunk. Oh, my God. Like, sit in the truck of their what? car. Wow. And, like, waved to little kids. It was really cute. I got to live out my, like, Disney princess fantasy. That is yeah. wild. Yeah. I always said, I used to say, I want to do, like, we should do, like, um, story time with princess at Ghost Light. Like, a Saturday morning, charge people to come in and yeah, yeah. read with a princess. Have That'd tea be or something. True. Wow. Any fundraisers, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Count me in. Yeah, all right. I'll pretend to I be I feel a like you should work at Disney. Like <laughs> Disney World? <laughs> be um, one of the characters? I actually, I, my dream is to work for Disney's Imagination Campus, if anyone's listening. Um, <laughs> I want to do, uh, they're, they're the ones who do the high school workshops when the high schoolers come through. Oh, um, wow. They help organize those. That's like my dream now. Um, I don't think I'd want to be a character, perform- be friends with anybody. Um, but I did when I was younger, but I'm too tatted now. <laughs> <laughs> Can't have tattoos. Yeah. I'm up to like nine, so. Yeah, they're like a cult. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a question, and it completely I probably talked too much. No. No. Um, I love that dress, so that dress was 100% worth it. Oh, it wasn't a question. It was just... Uh, um, it was so cool at the end because we said from the beginning that we wanted to do this, have like all the kids there and like take a picture yes. with you and Sean and the excitement that all the kids had when like you came out in your yellow dress. They're like, ah, yeah, they got to meet them and come up with them. That was you have to do that with kids shows. Yes. Because that's yeah. what sparks gr- the little girls come them up dressed in the belt like they came to the show dressed in um, kids dresses like theater for young audiences is one of my favorite things mm-hmm. in the whole world. Like there's nothing more magical than like seeing little kids get to come to shows people always ask me like what's your favorite shows and things and i'm like anything a kid can come to like i don't care that susical is like the weirdest written thing ever like you can have little kids come to it and spark that imagination and love of theater yeah for them there's nothing i believe is like more powerful than that um like i directed the first show for young audiences at ub through the student directed series my senior year we did the cat in the hat it was wild. It was chaotic, yeah. but like so many kids got to come and see the college and see what performing's all about. So I love anything that kids can come to. Absolutely love it. But yeah, seeing him, getting to see them come up, I still look through those pictures. Yeah, because all the moms would, I'd be like, send it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was it was adorable and it's just so- everyone was so so excited yeah. to see like the real life bell. I was gross and sweaty too after. I'm, I'm no, sure both so of you were gross. drenched in sweat. <laughs> and Sean was like full beast garb still. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Gosh. <laughs> I don't know how his prosthetic mask thing stayed on. Yeah. But they did. That was everyone- wild. I watch that video every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Brings me joy. It was definitely fun, and we we had a different musical in mind. I think we were going to do Big River that year, and then I went to my high school was putting it on, so I'm like, oh, well, I'll go see this. Why not? Yeah. And my mom came with me, and uh, she's like, "We could. Why aren't we doing this? Like, we could do something like this." I am so grateful. <laughs> <laughs> We've you guys have tried to do Big River like three times because that yeah. was what you were going to do during the pandemic too. Yep. Maybe so you're just happen. not meant. To I think do it's it. not meant. Not meant. To not happen. meant to be. 
It's not I, a favorite I the of music's mine, great. Yeah. The mu- I really I love the the hooting and hollering. I think that's a great time, but It's a tough sell. Yeah, and I want to I want to keep doing big and just keep yeah. getting bigger from from Sweeney on. But I do agree with what you're saying. Like I love when uh, a young person comes up after and like was impressed by a show. Like we yeah. had Sweeney obviously not meant for kids in <laughs> yeah. any way shape or right. form. We had two kids who have been in shows and like seen stuff who are like real real young. I don't even know how how old they are, but like under 10 years old. And they like took a picture with Sean afterwards and like Oh, yeah. Loved it because like they know Sean, they know Jen, like they right. know these people. So it was so cool to see them just like enthralled with something that's like not necessarily made for them. Yeah, like I don't think we went over the top where it's like no. oh no. these kids will be scarred for life. Um, I think, it, but like that's always so important to to see like younger generations be like oh wait like I could do something like this. That that's yeah. how it happened with me. Right, we all have that aha moment of like yes. I saw that show and that's. That, what drew me yes, in exactly we really do wow yeah a lot of people have that moment with theater yeah. you gotta catch that theater bug yeah yeah so that it, it is so important to to have something like that um what was we asked this of of all of our guests what was uh a favorite role or favorite show that you're in i mean i think you've already well, answered i think well yeah 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 but you could do a second place one after your your very obvious number one. Yeah, so my very <laughs> obvious number one would be Belle and Beauty and the Beast. Um, I think number two's got to go to Sally. Yeah. Sally Bowles and Cabaret. That was wild. There's a funny... Um, do you guys still do the cast list like on the website? Yes. So you like hit refresh religiously <laughs> yeah. like that night. Um, and I'll never forget... That night, I was doing my refreshing. Um, it was like <laughs> eight or eight thirty, and I'm like, "Come on, post it." Um, and I was, I was a little young at the time, um, and I remember my mom got the cast list up first because she would also refresh because she's the momager of the year. Um, <laughs> and she goes, "Jill, you weren't cast," and I was like mom what do you mean i wasn't cast like this was like sixth year in a row like i wanted to be with my ghost late summer family because she only looked at the kit kat girls right but my name was at the top of the list because i was sally bowles and we were like okay (laughs) um and that was like one of my first big adult roles and i remember that was the role that was like i think i'm gonna do this for college like i think i'm gonna pursue this um, in some capacity, even though that's changed over the years. So that was that one was really, really special. Um, and I got to do that one with Bo, too. He was the MC, And yeah. I just that is one of my favorite. I think it's like extremely well written. And the music's phenomenal. Like, yes, that, I, I think that if, if I had to pick my like perfect musical, I think it's Cabaret. Wow, that's just a like surprise. in the structure of it, yeah. Because the the how deep it is, and the more you look at it, the deeper it gets with the the contrast between what's happening in Germany at the time and then what's happening in the cabaret, and how Cliff's like that outsider, and it's it's just beautifully well written, and I think the score is phenomenal. Like I just and the dancing, like just all around, that that's one of my top shows. I agree. I I really like cabaret. I I would like to return to that at some point in time. I would too. <laughs> <laughs> it's been over ten years. Yeah, at oh. an age, no, it hasn't. It, I think it's coming up on ten this year. What? When because I was it? sixteen and I'm twenty five right now. Mm. When did we? What year was it? I don't know, but I just know I was sixteen. Twenty. Because we joked that I was yeah. underaged. Yeah. 
Not that I did anything inappropriate on stage. Like right. I danced on a chair and some fishnets. But <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I, don't, I remember I was 16. Okay. And I'm wow. turning so 26 this year. Years. So I think yeah. it's 10 years. So old. <laughs> it's, that's wild. I thought it was. Yeah. If that one feels like it was longer ago. Yeah. But that's another one that was uh, handled with, with care. Like it, yeah. there's versions of it where it's like, oh my God, like I couldn't. Right. Like this was too well, much for me. That's why my uh, that's one of the reasons my mom was okay dropping me off at Ghostlight in the summer because she trusted Debbie and Joanne and knew everyone that was there and knew it was a safe, fun environment to be right. a part of. Which it's still like I haven't done a show like all year, but it's still my Ghostlight family. Like it's yeah. great. Yeah. Even though I missed it this summer, but it's okay. Maybe next summer. Who knows? Yeah, we yeah. could have been in one together because the I only <laughs> the only thing that I have done with you is you were in nonsense and I was doing the lights. Yeah, and that was that's it. Yeah, I it's forgot crazy. you guys had any crossover. How much you? So you saw Beauty and the Beast, right? Yeah. And then you did nonsense to lights. Was nonsense Nonten- nonsense first? two was first? Yeah. And then you saw Beauty and yeah. the Beast, and that was it. So that, uh, wow. Oh yeah. my gosh! Talking about hot costumes. Why did we not talk about the oh, nuns? Oh my god! <laughs> the <laughs> habits. Uh, yeah. uh, nonsense is. Uh, we're done with those. <laughs> I will never in my life touch another nonsense. I can't imagine you. There's like directing six a of them. There's so many of them. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a Christmas one. The There's... Nuncracker. <laughs> it's so bad. Not. <laughs> I loved being in them. But I will not I mean, put the them one, in my that top. That was funny. No. I think they were funny. Yeah. Like we did a like, good job was, with them. But I think I think like the first one was like okay, cute. Like let's throw the first one in, and then the second one right after like no, no, no. <laughs> we had the priests and like the tangos and the <laughs> that I choreographed that one. That was why it was like at the Mikado or something. Yeah, was yeah. That the second one that was the yeah. second one. The one what's the first one? The that was one of my favorite sets. The first the one jukebox. Was yeah, yeah. The whole jukebox. That was sweet. <laughs> That was sweet, but that yeah, not not my no, <laughs> never not again. If you guys wanted to, I just probably. Uh, but then there's the sense, the sentiment value of like, can I, I reprise the role again? Right. That because <laughs> we got to redo our roles. Yes. Everyone except Cat came. No. Cat didn't come back, and then um, Linda sister, didn't come back. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh. Though it was it was like cool. Like I like doing stuff like that where like people can reprise their roles. I think that's really mm-hmm. cool. But just with a better musical, it would have been yeah. better. Like and, cabaret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wink wink. Like, wink wink. I will never do nonsense and I will never do sister act. I'm done with nuns on the stage. Nuns <laughs> Nuns are done for me. So bad. I, we took those white t shirts. Yeah. I did learn that I really enjoy um starching things that year. <laughs> what does that mean? Like where you spray the starch on it and iron it because we okay. made all of our collars like really flat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a what, one takeaway. Yeah. What, it's my one takeaway from Nonsense. I learned how to, I learned how I to, starch to starch things. <laughs> I think Joanne taught me. <laughs> you learn so much that you don't think you do. you're going to learn in theater. Yeah. Right. Like random skills. Yeah. <laughs> like starching. Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, nonsense, it was whatever, but what are, like, <laughs> it, it was great. Uh, can you talk about some of your, your other roles and your experiences doing that, or just like your growth throughout the roles? Like, what have you learned 
from each not you don't have to go through each role and say what you're doing, but like, <laughs> like what what are some of your big <laughs> might be, take a while. teaching moments the from, bigger from... well yeah I think it's kind of started with it was like all fun and games until cabaret and then I was yes. like okay we're hunkering down here we're gonna take this seriously this is something I could see myself pursuing um Marion was hard because she was more of a soprano and yeah. I was always known as like the loudmouth belter so I really had to like trust my technique and my vocal skills that I could portray something and, and she didn't dance as much like I was the I was the fun belter dancer um that could kind of just be goofy but that right. one was one where I had to like hone it in be be a lady um for say and really trust in my vocal technique and grow as a musician let alone an actor so that one was a little hard in that sense um do you see yourself as a singer first actor second yeah that's the bad answer but i would say yeah (laughs) (laughs) um you're supposed to be an actor first that's what i always teach my students because if you can't portray the story what are you doing um that's what theater is you have to be a character um so but i I started off singing Mm. so i I would like to say i try to be an actor first but as a vocalist that's always what came the most natural um let's see who else do we have Hava's funny. I got to play Hava again after I did it at Ghostlight. Really? So I always say I did Fiddler three times in my life. Oh, my God. Um, I'm not Jewish, so that's a little scary. (laughs) And, um, yeah, I think I'm done with that one. Yeah. Um, But that one... That's what my mom says, too. (laughs) (laughs) Because that one was was emotional. Yeah. Like, how do you bundle up all the emotion that your entire family is abandoning you? Um, And then do a ballet about it. Like, theater. (laughs) Um, so that one, that one was really emotional and it was exciting that I got to do it a couple years later again. Um, now I'm blanking on every role. Narrator was great. That was exciting because that was one of my mom's favorite shows. Yeah. Um, so getting to play the narrator and Joseph, the music's just so good. And obviously like the story's great and it's colorful and bright. And we had a really great cast. I think that cast was really close because we brought in a couple of our friends. Yeah. Um, to do that one. So that one was vocally demanding, though. We split the role into three. Yes. That was the one where I was proud because your dad was like, I hear Jill. I was like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, because that's sung through. Yep. So that's that's crazy. Um, who am I missing? The nuns. The nuns. <laughs> I, I loved Sound of Music because we were tight. That was a tight family. Like, I still call Dan Zerpa, like, dad. Like he still, because he was um, my dad in Sound of Music, and then my dad again in Fiddler. So we're like my theater papa, um, and we were just really. That's when I learned like what bond can be created through theater. Yeah, because we were all kids, right. and most of us had never done a show at Ghostlight except Dan Torres. Right. Yeah. 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 I think whole, the rest of us were new. all yeah. new. Um, so it was like meeting people and we really became a fan like we cried that last show sobbed so i guess that one taught me what a theater family is um yeah that's a lot of them yeah no that no that's so good that was good yeah <laughs> and bell taught me that dreams do come true <laughs> <laughs> i like great. what you touched on with uh marion and i think that's one of my favorite roles of yours because like you really yeah because like wow. I, I love seeing people out of their comfort zone yeah. like you said like that's not usually what you do and i thought you you handled that extraordinarily well like i I, I really loved and like i never 
cared about Music Man before seeing it and being heavily involved in it. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I really like, okay, like this is actually like, there's good story here. There's great yeah. songs in this. So I thought, I think that's one of my favorites. Of yours. Uh, thanks. Well, yeah, she's like stone faced. Yeah. And that's so opposite of who I am. Like I don't take, <laughs> I take a lot of things seriously, but I always try to do it with fun. Yeah. Like yeah. my, I, my, I've never done a ghost light, but one of my favorite roles was Mary Poppins and Mary Poppins. Right. Um, and she always is like, has that balance of seri- seriousness with fun. And I feel like Marion doesn't have that until halfway through act two like, right. <laughs> with Shapoopy. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it was that one. That one was a tough acting, acting chops there. Yeah. Actor first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Maybe you're that's just right. equal at this point. No, I, that's the goal, right? Yeah. Everyone wants to be the triple threat, the balance three. Well, that was. Um, I'm grateful that my mom put me in dance classes as a kid because that always put me a little bit ahead because I could dance. And I'm always grateful that your mom was like, "You want to choreograph something?" Yeah. Um, in cabaret, I did. My, I did. We did a tap, but when I did money with tap shoes on, which was, and I choreographed that. I think that was the first thing I did. Yeah. And then by I did a number in Joseph. I did the Oh no. Not me. Yes. Yeah. I did that number. number. And then it was it by Nonsense too. I was fully choreographing the shows. I think you fully choreographed Joseph because I was had to be thrown in as a brother and I'm not a singer, dancer, anything. <laughs> I don't and even you, remember. You did a couple different yeah. numbers of, of and I'm like, ah, oh, Jill, I can't, I can't dance. I can't do that. There were so many of you. Okay, so actually, one of my favorite like ghost like coming full circle moments. Um, shout out to Liam, uh, DL. He he became my student, like in the um, in that my high school musicals. He was just in Mamma Mia with me, and I knew him when he was like lights yeah, at yeah. Ghost Light. Um, and during Beauty and the Beast, he purposely did not show up for be our guest rehearsal. Because he did not want to dance in the number. Like, he, and his mom, like, blew him in. He's like, yeah, Liam's not here because he doesn't want to be in this number. And then to this day, I still get to pick on him. Be like, remember when you avoided my dance rehearsal and then forced him? Now I made him dance all through Mamma Mia. So I feel like I've redeemed myself. But I I will say, Ghostlight has a couple people that are like, I don't dance, but I think everybody can dance. No. I'll make everybody dance. Yes, Yes, you can. No, if someone choreographs some simple movements, you can do that. I could teach you how to dance well. square. Not well. As long as you put a character behind it, it's fine. Yeah. It's the magic yeah. of theater. <laughs> That's like you saying you can't sing when we all know you can. I forgot I that you sing. were thrown into Joseph. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because we did that show and it was like, how many brothers do we need? Yeah. Because we lot brought of them. in, like, that was when we brought in Kelvin and Sean and them, too. Because a lot of people quit because they weren't Joseph. <laughs> Which is like what we deal with with every musical. Hashtag beef. Let's bring it back. <laughs> honestly. Honestly. My dad told me that at the beginning of Sweeney Todd. He goes, all right, now, I just, yeah. I know you've been around. I just want you to realize that, like, mm, a good percentage of your cast is going to quit. And this yeah. one, I had 40 people in Sweeney. I'm like, yeah, right, right, right. Like, you know, three three to five people. <laughs> and then 15 people, people ended dropped. up quitting. Yeah. And it's, it's so sad because you learn so much. Like, there's some of my favorite roles have been in the ensembles mm-hmm. of yeah. shows like that I've done in either college or elsewhere. Like when we did Godspell and we were just all in the ensemble, like that was amazing. Right. It's so fun. And sometimes you just got to do your dues. Like, yeah. yeah. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't realize that they need to do. Yeah. You don't just get handed a main character role. Right. 
you got to earn trust yeah. and like sometimes it does happen and i cast many shows now um but it's it's just such a integrity thing and it makes me like look down like if you do that the next time a show comes up and you audition i'm gonna remember it hey, that's exactly because you direct you direct as well yeah yeah I, I i am in that boat and and yeah if you if you quit something i've I've put you in, and yeah, I, I remember it. Hundred percent. I'm gonna remember that you let me down. Why would I give you a second? Right. Like it's so it's so prominent in high school too. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Like I didn't get the lead. Not worth my time. And I'm like, yes, it is. Like, come yeah. mm-hmm. join us, and you will see. Sometimes when you're in the ensemble, you do more, anyways. Right. Yeah. Sweeney Todd was gr- big yeah, oh, yeah. ensemble. Yeah. Moments. That's a, that's a big ensemble. Ensemble pieces. That. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And like, look at you. Like, obviously, you're a uh, you're a kid when you came in, but still, you could have quit. And like, oh, I wanted I wanted this sister. I wanted a bigger role. I wanted yeah. this kid. And then through the years, not only did you do eleven in a row, but then you you become the main person. Right. And then you you choreograph. And like you, Deb and Joanne became like this three headed monster doing everything <laughs> during the summer. So it's like like that's where you can get. But you, I promise you, you won't get to a position that like Jill had if you quit because you're in the ensemble or you quit right. because you didn't get mm-hmm. get the main lead and I, role. And I was in the ensemble. I was in the ensemble of Fiddler. I was in the ensemble of Godspell. Right. Like, and, and you worked your way up the uh, ranks and earned those roles. Yeah, and the other thing, too, is that you can't... Um, you cannot expect to get the role, too. Right. Like, I told you, when, I, when the bell callbacks happened and I saw all those girls there, I panicked. Like, I didn't think I was going to get it. Right. I was literally bawling my eyes out that night, being like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to get this role. And and you know what? If I didn't, I guarantee you I still would have been in the show. Yeah, would have been hard, but I, I still would have <laughs> choreographed. I was already going to choreograph the show for Demi anyways. But like, you can't expect that. You always have to work mm. hard. Yeah. Um, and don't, and don't quit shows. Like if there's a scheduling thing or a health thing or Absolutely. I understand something that. like, like I wanted to be the yellow girl. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I did. I did. I sang the Yellow Girl song for my audition. Then I was like the flirty one. I was like, ew, why? <laughs> well, that, you, played it, you played it well. That read through yeah. was scary. Like, there was some really inappropriate stuff. <laughs> uh, no, that is important, though. I'm glad we highlighted that because, like, you have, to, you have to make your way through the ranks. And then, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's just that's important. I've talked about it many times. So I don't and never leave on a bad foot. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I too. remember. I think last year I was like, DJ, I'm really, you know, now I'm not. I, I'm not doing Sweeney. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I was like, it's nothing against you. It's just my life is hectic, and next summer's not going to be great for me. So You're right, and like that's perfectly perfectly understand yeah. that. We had some people quit this show, quit Sweeney. One guy quit and didn't even tell me. Like he he came to oh, mul- yeah. like multiple weeks of rehearsals. He had a part. Like I wow. had him doing a lot of stuff in the ensemble, and he just stopped showing up. Yeah, I'm like so. Like yeah, you had to ask other people. Uh, I, I had to ask. Yeah, one of his that, friends. I feel like that show. happens every year. And I'm like, is, was he ever going to let me know? Or like, right? And then I'm like, oh, so next year he's expecting a lead, right? Because like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I promise you, I'm never going to cast you again. If you like, yeah. if you leave and you're like, okay, I'm, you know what, health. I've got this scheduling thing. You know what? I got a bigger part in another show. If you're up front I, with I me, have even done that before. That um, it was nonsense. I had been ca- the year we did nonsense two. I want to say I was actually cast in another show, and I chose to do nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's what a de- yeah, what a so, decision. Um, that's dedication. Yeah. So and I just told the other director. I said, "Hey, I I, I got another role that I'm going to take this summer, and the schedules will conflict. I'm so sorry." And he was like, "Yeah, no problem." 
I see. I respect have, have that. to come on audi- like come audition again when scheduling works out. Yeah. Right. Like it's easy. People communication is key. Not only in theater life lessons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I promise you it'll be better if you just communicate. Just yeah. Just communicate. And and there's another uh, a girl who quit who's like, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm going on vacation the same week of the show. We <laughs> That's just, always funny to me. Like, Don't you look no. at your schedule before you audition for something? Which, yeah, it's a horrible excuse. But then we come to find out it wasn't real. Like, she had a, a Lies. show. Lies. She had a show, like, the next oh, day. It's like, yeah, that would have been so much better to tell me that you yeah. had a bigger part in a different show. Yes. Than, like, you know what? Surprise vacation. I'm gone. <laughs> Like I, I don't, I don't get, get why people. people think it's such a bad thing to tell some like the director of a different show that they were cast in another one because that's what you're supposed to do as an actor. You're supposed to yeah. audition for yeah. multiple shows, and yeah, that's your life. Yeah, and it is. It... So much more respectable than just I'm quitting because I'm not the lead in this show, which right. so many people do every summer. Like I'm just now into something I expect every summer. Yeah, and it's sad. It really is sad. Right. Because how many people have grown through the ranks and we've seen flourish after, like, I don't know, being a couple ensemble parts. And then we start to know them and recognize them and recognize their talent. And then it's like, okay, I trust this person with this role. Right. And it's also like building that family, mm-hmm. that yeah. friendship, that bond. It's like, it's great. Well, like, how many times you, Deb, and Joanne, like, you just all trusted each other? Oh, my gosh. Yes. So it's like, <laughs> be like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> It came to a point where it's like, yeah, I'm, she's talented. She can sing. She can dance. And we trust her with our lives. So, like, <laughs> there it is. Hope we don't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but um, I, love, I always loved it. And I, I feel like I did get my choreography starting here. And now I do choreograph shows all over. Yeah. That's awesome. I saw your version of Rock of Ages so long ago. Enough. Yeah, like that was forever ago. ago. And that was, like, the first thing I've, I've – the only thing I've seen you direct – and uh, I was so impressed. I'm still impressed to this oh, day. Oh, thank you. And I still uh, talk about like doing it one day because like it was. That is on my list of like shows I want Ghostly to do. Yeah, I have my imaginary list in my head. What but else? What else on is on it. that yeah, list? On um, that's on there. Disaster. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Little Shop. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that those are like the big three that I think would be rent would be really cool in that space. Yeah. Um, if you could get the right, the right cast for it. Um, Avenue Q. (laughs) We'd have to put like a disclosure, like we, yeah, but you know how cool it would be on that stage. (laughs) We, I think somebody would die in the audience. I think so, but you know what? I can dream, (laughs) but rock of ages, rock of ages and disaster are like the two that are on the top of that list. Yeah. That I think would be super great. I don't know if you know anything about disaster, but I, not extremely familiar yeah, I don't. with Can it. You um, Disaster is a show I saw off Broadway, and then it transferred to Broadway. It is a an homage to like bad eighties um, disaster films. Yeah. So it like mocks off of Jaws and um, Tornado, and so it's a, it's this group of people that are on this floating casino cruise ship, and obviously it like starts sinking. Um, but it's a jukebox, so it's all like eighties music. Um, like I am woman. Um, uh, I can't think of any of the songs now, but knock on wood. So it's all like seventies, eighties music, Yeah, yeah. but like the cool things you could do with the set, like the boat has to sink the, like, um, there's like a child that plays a twin, but they, it's just played by one person. So they keep changing outfits and there's like a oh, dummy that plays the other twin when they're both on. Like, it's so camp. 
And I, I think you guys could do really, really cool things with it. Um, and not a lot of people do it. I think Musical Fair just did it like last year, but that was the first regional production I've seen pop up. So it's something different, and everyone loves a good jukebox. Oh, yeah. But Rock of Ages, prime. Love Rock so, of Ages. Which Rock of Ages is a same thing, jukebox, but it's like 80s, 90s hair bands. Yeah. I've directed it three times now. Oh, my God. Twice. Three times. Technically three times. <laughs> I choreographed it. I love it. I've always done the junior version, though. Right, right, right. I've never got to do the adult version. I like, I love Rock of Ages. That's one that I've, I'm always tossing around in every conversation. Everyone. Of, for, for different musicals. Despite popular belief and popular rumors, we don't have a musical picked for After Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, I was going to say, it's not Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> <laughs> After Jesus Christ Superstar, um, everyone like thinks that we have some big monster musical planned and i will tell you right now we have nothing planned sean and i have not talked about it yeah so uh well if you need if you need a choreographer (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know i might know somebody (laughs) (laughs) i hate dance i mean i don't hate dance but like i hate taking on something that's so big in dance is like the scariest thing to me yeah so it depends on what route you take jesus christ superstar yes right because i've seen productions that are like crazy contemporary dance heavy and then i've also seen more like concert versions that are less dance um which i think either it can be very very interesting oh yeah but let me know yeah all right we'll do (laughs) we'll do i i've had a lot of questions about jesus christ superstar and i'm like okay well, questions about that and the show, the musical after Jesus Christ Superstar. And I'm like, <laughs> like let me focus yeah, on Sweeney. Just one. Holy. Yeah, first off, we're in the middle of Sweeney Todd. Second, I, I direct two shows this year. One is next week. <laughs> so, like, I'm not even thinking about Jesus Christ Superstar, let alone what yeah. I'm doing next after. Year. So, yeah, give it a break. Give, give me a little <laughs> bit to, like, think and, like, clear yeah. my mind. That's the issue with the way like the season announcement happens yeah. is because it's always right before the musical. So we're like still in last season mode, but everyone's looking forward. Yeah. 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 And I need I need a little bit of time to like <laughs> figure everything out and breathe and yeah. direct these shows. That's how my high schoolers are. They want to know what's next, like what's happening. They're already like, What play are you directing? I'm like, Greece hasn't even happened <laughs> yeah. yet. Um, we're holding on to shit. Like first week of September, <laughs> please. Any high school boys who want to do a musical can come audition for Greece. Where at? Hit me up. Um, it's at Sacred Heart Academy in Buffalo, but we're an all girls school, so our boys. Oh, should we like, get from other on schools Main around. Street? Yeah. Oh, that's where I went to high school. Oh, you went to nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go sharks. <laughs> yeah. Go, go sharks. Go sharks. Like, did you have a shark mascot? Uh yeah, I think at one point or another. I Seamus, love I love that. Seamus so much. the shark. Yeah. I got, I got to be the shark one day. Oh, that's a dream. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do um surprise teacher. So like a teacher is in the mascot costume, oh, okay. and it's like one. Of, it's like one of the assemblies, and everyone has to try to figure out what teacher is like in the costume. Okay, everyone knew it was me though. Like I was dancing hard. Yeah, I had never sweat so much in my life, and I thought Ghostlight was hot. <laughs> Full shark costume. I was like in the middle of the dance floor, like gritty. Like people knew, like this yeah. has to be Miss Anderson. There's no way another teacher's doing this. That's amazing. Yeah, so I got to live out my mascot dreams. People are super serious about mascot stuff. Yeah, because like they they're talking about it at school, and like I was the guy who I didn't do anything once I was out of those doors at two fifteen. <laughs> 
I didn't think about school. Two fifteen. That's so early to me. We get out at two fifty. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. No, we were two fifteen. We start late because we use the buses from other school districts, though. So we oh. don't start till like eight. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when did you start? I would get there at like seven in the morning. Yeah. And then, like, I don't remember when classes started, but it was early. It was always way too early for me. <laughs> but afterwards, I would I would leave. I wouldn't go to sporting events, shows. Like, I wouldn't do anything, and um, except for Beauty and the Beast, which is why it's even more shocking that that, yeah. that became a thing. So I was there. Like, we need a new mascot, like really bad. And I'm like, oh, I got you. I'll do it. And then uh, the one guy's like, he got. I've never seen this man get so serious in his life. He goes, this is a commitment. <laughs> He's like, I've I've been going to every sporting event this year. He's like, I, I have a passion for this. I'm like, dude, I just want to run around in a costume. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, and this guy was, was so serious. I'm like, yeah, I'll back off, dude. I don't, I don't care that much. But like, it would have been fun to be like an eagle running around or a hot wear hawks. It's right. Like, be a hawk running around. That's amazing. That's, yeah, it's, it's really funny. <laughs> but I still want to do that. I would love. Can we get a ghost yes. light, like mascot costume? I would love that. Yeah. I would. I would stand outside for every show. Like, <laughs> yeah, hand out the ticket, the box office ticket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Or like, like because we have the ghost. We have the little ghost. The little ghost but, yeah. guy. Oh my gosh! You know, I still have my hat from last year. Oh my god! The Starry Nighty hat. <laughs> like there was hats that came in with typos. And it's a Starry, Starry Nighty Theater. Yeah. <laughs> there are only like three or four of them made. So yeah. you have, you have I have one, one of the, of the iconic Starry, Starry Nighty Theater heads. Oh, I thought it was so Nighty. funny. Like I was on stage, I think it was during Shout, and I was just like laughing to myself was about that when, Starry Nighty. Was that when VJ was laughing or was that the next show? I think we were all just laughing about it. I think that was the same night. We were just thinking about Starry Nighty. <laughs> there was like 20 minutes of space where like VJ just couldn't breathe because he was like crying <laughs> laughing. At a starry nighty hat. <laughs> Amazing. Shout out, VJ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> weekly oh, shout out. Man, okay. Shout out, VJ. VJ can sing. Yeah. There were so many people in Sweeney Todd that I was like, these voices. Carter. Carter had a great voice in that. Yeah. Um, ben, amazed. Like, there were so many people. I was like, word. <laughs> Let's go. I loved VJ and I loved everybody's reaction. Like when people were there, I tried to kind of like look at them when when he would sing. And every time their heads were on a swivel, like what? Yes. Well, this yeah. guy can sing too. Like, you know he's got what? a great voice because he has that like radio voice. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know why I never put two and two together that he should be able to sing. Me neither. I believe everyone can sing. I'm a voice teacher. Like with with some. Uh, <laughs> hey, you want to give me some lessons? lessons? Oh yeah, let's do it. Okay. I, I teach at Matt's Music, like right down the street. I'm in North Tonawanda all the time. I should just move here. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you live? Grand Island. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you knew Casey, right? Yes, I oh, did. Yeah. She also yeah. teach. We share the same music room at Matt's Music. That's awesome. Like, obviously, at different times. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we also used to both work at Ulta, but we missed each other by, oh, like, a couple months, we realized. Whoa. So our paths have been, like, trying to cross. And you just miss each other here, too, at the theater. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> that's fun yeah um yeah shout out vj though vj's got pipes I i'm surprised know. he's not getting an ego as large as the sun he might have one <laughs> yeah. hiding it yeah yeah i remember his audition though he came up he's like yeah i, I don't know it's maybe thinking about like auditioning for the beetle <laughs> and sean's like yeah yeah go ahead like sean was so great with everyone people right. were really nervous and i didn't i didn't say anything i would just stand up there and just not speak at all like i'm yeah i don't know i don't want to show you my emotion too much and VJ gets up, he starts singing, and he does a really great job. 
And Sean's like, whatever, dude. Whatever. Just, <laughs> just like, of go. Of course you can Please. sing. Those like musical sing. auditions are scary. You have to get up on that stage. Yeah. yeah I, I, and I always... I'm not looking like, forward when to you're, the day that I do that. When you're new and you don't know the stage and you walk up on... I was like 11 and I had to go do that. That was terrifying. Um, but I know now I always do it. I stare at that Starry Night painting. The Starry Nighty painting? It fell down. <laughs> it was not there for all of us. It's not time. there anymore? I, okay, I, I I'm not auditioning again until you put it back up. <laughs> I could put it back up. Was that that's scary because the only time I ever had like a ghostly interaction feeling was like under that balcony. Really? Yeah. What happened? Um I was seeing a show. It was one of I think it was one of the Halloween shows and I was sitting there and I was like leaning I was right by the pole and I was like kind of leaning like to the side um, and I swear something like pushed me or shoved me and it felt like the whole pole moved and I actually like fell over that way. Um, and I don't know if it's because I was like trying to like get away from the person next to me, but I, then I like sat straight up like the rest of the show because I was convinced that somebody like pushed me or shoved me or oh moved me God. forward and it was during the Halloween show and I... I feel like that was the only time I've ever had like something sp- because I avoid it like the plague. Right. Like right. I, I'm like I don't like ghosts. I don't like spooky. Like don't come <laughs> near me. Don't do anything. But that was the one time. It was in the little peanut gallery that wow, I was convinced right. I got. And and we've seen like I've seen pictures of yeah. like people back there. So yeah, yeah. I know that that's one of the more haunted areas. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, like I don't come to the ghost hunts. Like I don't know. I don't. <laughs> they do them. I'll do me. But that was the one time. <laughs> Um, but it was under that painting. <laughs> That's funny. So maybe that ghost got mad and knocked it over. Yeah. Yeah. I think somebody actually hit it with a football. But <laughs> That sounds about right. <laughs> or it's just a football. Yeah. I don't remember that. Hey, I've gotten a lot better at football since the Beauty and the Beast cast party. So when are we yeah, I'm, <laughs> playing some I'm always football? down to play football. I am always down. The, the cast party was so much fun. And they're like... We yeah. had kids who like weren't in the cast come and like nice. young. Yeah. And there were a bunch of us like who are older and we're like, all right, like let's take it easy on the kids. We nobody took it easy. No. Like <laughs> I had like three picks in a row and I'm like, let's go. I was sliding and so like come on. You gotta you gotta <laughs> go all in on football. I got destroyed at the Beauty and the Beast cast party, I feel like. I didn't wanna play. <laughs> and Debbie and Joanne were like, get your butt over there. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that that was so much fun. That was like I think the first time we played football at a cast yeah. party. And then we we continued it for this one. I think that was because shout we didn't really. Yeah, there the, was like four. I don't know. Do we even have a cast party? We were just in the basement at the theater. Yeah, I think we just had pizza. We all left anyways. Yeah, yeah, that was a sad, was sad. cast party. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now we returned just... to the roots and playing. Yeah, playing football was oh, fun. I, I miss it so thing. much. You guys are like convincing me to come back next <laughs> summer now. <laughs> Well, on all my vacations, like early, I guess. Even if you you don't have time for the show, just come back to to the cast party. I'll be an usher. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be an usher and then just come to the cast party. No, I feel like that would make me sad too. Yeah. Even like seeing Sweeney, I was like, huh. <laughs> want to be up there yeah that's what nate said too nate shoe came out and yeah he it. wasn't in it either he hasn't been in one in a while yeah well beating the beast yeah because he couldn't be in shout us. yeah there was a lot of us it it was a new, huge turnover oh a huge, man huge turnover i think ben was the most seasoned musical person he's been in like what three <laughs> yeah like joseph well, nonsense jenna. Too. jenna was only well, in, in one in nonsense. nonsense yeah which always shocks me that she was only in one musical. Yeah. Right. Well, she did other stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She did a couple. But I feel like I knew plays. her more than just one show. 
Well, yeah. We yeah. tried to get her to do other ones, and she was busy. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. busy. Um, shout out Jenna, even though she said that I talk too much on the podcast. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> she said, because uh, Alex and I were talking about our voices, and I'm like, I don't like to listen to my voice. Alex doesn't like to listen to hers. Yeah, no and, one does. And we're like, well, like, we think we're a good balance and all that. And Jenna's like, yeah, Alex doesn't talk, and you talk the whole time. <laughs> oh, like, my I know. gosh. I, I was actually a little disappointed when she said I was like, damn, come on. <laughs> don't call me out like that. She calls me out a lot about <laughs> podcast things. After her audition, she goes downstairs, and she's like, be nice to the next person, because... Like sometimes you have an attitude. <laughs> I don't have an attitude. I'm a peach. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you. No, I'm trying to think. I think you sat in at a couple auditions I when Demi was doing it. Beauty and the Beast was my first. Yeah, and then I did it for Shout. I'm trying to think about like who was in the room. There, yeah. I I try to just like my mom started talking to people and like asking them questions and stuff, and I I still don't do that. Like I just want to be like come in, sing, get out. Get no impression yeah. of what what this is. Oh gonna my be. gosh! But oh I no! Wanna... But at the time, I, by the, my like tenth audition, we were like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> right, right. I sing for you now. <laughs> yeah, I, it goes okay. I want to get to that point eventually, but right now I gotta be like, I gotta show that I'm stern. Oh, uh, see, I'm totally opposite. I'm like, I try to make it super friendly and comfortable because well, I also deal with students. Yeah, right. So it's like, don't cry. You got this. I try to tell people that the people sitting at the other side of the table want you to succeed more than you want to succeed exactly. because that means their show's going to rock. Yes. Like, I want you all to come in and be 10 out of 10 stellar phenomenal because that means my show is going to be super good. Never have I been like, man, I hope this person cracks the high <laughs> note. Like, I really hope this is awful. That's what I said because everyone's like, <laughs> everyone was saying how nervous they were for Sweeney Todd auditions. I'm like, no, I promise you, you're not more nervous than me. Yeah. This is my first musical. It's got to live up to everything. It's Sweeney Todd. You also it's picked huge. a Sondheim. Right. You're insane. Yeah, it was a it lot. It paid off, but like, man, that music's hard. Yeah, it it was very hard. Like, Joe Schmo can't walk in off the street and like sing it well. You got to no. work that. Yeah. Oh, but that's what I, one of the things that I was like, uberly impressed with was the vocals i thought they were i thought they were stellar yeah all sean yeah and and these people were just insanely talented like yeah. just everyone from the start yeah some of those guys i've never seen before yeah um oh my gosh Ant- what's his name Ant- anthony the guy who sings joanna yeah anthony Hope. anthony yeah he was great mm-hmm. yeah great voice that's a hard song i was um in new york city for that like teacher workshop thing i was talking about and they had a they had a um trivia musical theater trivia and i came in third out of all the theater teachers i was very i was very impressed with myself i thought third was pretty good that is very good um, yeah. but the tiebreaker question was how many times do they say joanna and sweeney todd do you have the number do you remember the number i want to say 82 oh my god yeah. 82 82 between the songs and dialogue so that wow. was my little sweeney todd fun fact that's insane oh yeah. my god i never would have guessed that high i would have Oh, like I, I put like 155. I was oh like, my, yeah. <laughs> I was like, they say, I was like, just in the song alone, it's got to yeah. be like, and then the reprise. Come on. Yeah, that's <laughs> then true. they're both singing it. Like, yeah. We're all going back and forth. That's oh. true. That's true. And your right. beggar woman was phenomenal, too. I didn't know who oh, she yeah. was. Yeah. That's a hard role. Yeah, she's new. That That's the role that Sean coming in was like, this has to be casted properly or else yeah. like it, it could tank. It could tank. Because she's like kind of the through line yeah. throughout. Yes. And like, I didn't know that. Like, I was very much like, Sean, you take care of every musical thing because I don't, I don't know notes. I don't know this stuff. I'll direct. I'll, I'll, I'll have the vision. I'll, I'll do, yeah. I'll make it look pretty, but, uh, you got to make it sound pretty and, and 
<laughs> he did. He did. Yeah, and then those moments of it has to be controlled, but it has to sound chaotic. Yes, it's so it's so crazy. It's wild. Yeah. It... But, oh, Mama Mia is on my list of shows Ghostlight should do. Sorry, got to throw that one out there. <laughs> um, shout out to um, I, so this is this ties to Ghostlight. Um, somebody came to see Shout, um, and then after Shout reached out to me and said, "Hey, I'm starting an ABBA cover band. Do you want to be a singer?" And I was like, what? He's like, I just saw you in Shout. You were phenomenal. Like, I, I liked I liked what you did. Um, do you want to come be in my band? And I was like, sure, um, I guess. So I'm in an ABBA cover band, and our first gig is Wednesday at Bassett Park. What? PM. Cool. Yeah. yeah, and I got that. I got the, I got the call because I was in Shout. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. ABBA, ABBA music. Yeah, gotta love it. So I do love it. It's, if you yeah. need a band to play at a at a fundraising event. okay yeah yeah <laughs> i got you yeah i would love to to have like people we know like like you right. or, or something like that and, and have them come in and like just do, like i don't know fun concerts why not yeah. are you guys doing a halloween party this year yeah i always try to stop by yeah i love that's halloween my, party. my busy season but it's always halloween like well i think it was it last year or two years ago last year yeah because i think the bills played and then it was like after the bills game and i was like well I'm bored. And I was like, oh my gosh, Ghostlight has to be open right now. And I just drove down. <laughs> yeah. 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 We got to shout that out more because I, I want a lot of people to yeah. show up. It's hard when it's during the week. I understand. Yeah. When that. is it this year? I don't even know. It's a Tuesday. No. Oh. Uh, I teach voice lessons. Pro- voice students, I'm definitely canceling my lessons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Halloween. No way. My favorite day of the year. I love it. It's the best holiday. Yeah. Except I do Wait, like... how is it the best holiday for you? Because you... I love dressing up. Okay, I don't okay. do the spooky <laughs> Halloween. I literally get like seven costumes and I love dressing up in candy. Okay. So we don't do the spooky stuff. I'll do like the cute... Except last year, I did the Sanderson sisters with my two friends and we kicked but like it was the best costume i think i've ever done and we just sat at like someone's house so we yeah. should have went somewhere but i i love 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 costumes i love i do i was miss frizzle last year i i always miss do frizzle. i do a buffalo jills costume because yeah yeah um yeah it goes hard except this year i, th- I think I'll, I'll probably be basic and be barbie like everyone else oh yeah <laughs> Oh yeah, Are there's you gonna, gonna be, be a lot Ken? of Barbies. No, <laughs> I'm just Ken. <laughs> I I have two options for my Halloween costume. But top secret? Mm, I don't know. I don't know because like I don't know if I'll do either of them. But like last year I was 11, so like yeah. I gotta I gotta like That's come awesome. back with something. So I was thinking either Wednesday or Elton John. Ooh, wow, those are extremes. Yeah, where extremes. did the Elton John come in? Like, why I love not? Elton, John. Elton John's amazing. Elton no, John's no, just because Wednesday is actually like. Ha- a pop a part of pop culture and happening now and then elton john was elton, just- john, elton john is always, always okay 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 okay, okay. <laughs> all right he's my boy they need an elton john musical well he wrote the music for yeah. lion king and aida yeah right and they always put like elton john's aida or whatever yeah like- but you i thought i thought it might still happen that they were gonna take the Rocketman movie yeah and make a stage version but there's a couple of those like i thought that greatest showman was gonna happen it needs to um it- but look it took moulin rouge like how many years that movie came yeah. out years and years ago phenomenal musical coming to shays highly recommend everyone see it i hate the movie no i grew up with that movie i hate the movie like poison <laughs> like poison Aww. like poison yeah, i also hate so rocky good. horror picture show with all my heart that shocks me because i feel like that's something that would kind of be well i guess it's not spooky it's more just yeah. like i would like to favorite. direct it one day because like i think like the you guys set could house would be cool um a picture show like mm-hmm. around the season like 
the Halloween season. Yeah. Get like a projector screen up yeah. there and do it live. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Can I be in charge of fundraising for the theater? <laughs> I have a lot of ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why not? But no, that is um that's a weird one. Funny story side story about that. My brother, he's like he's not a super theater person. Shout out John, my brother. Um and he got invited to a Rocky Horror wedding. Oh my god. In Las Vegas. Oh, and wow. he's never seen the movie. Oh my I'm god. like, he's not ready. No. He is not no. ready for what's about to happen. No, I wasn't ready to w- just sit down yeah. on my couch and watch the I want to be a fly on the wall to watch him experience yeah. that for the first time. That's what... Uh, <laughs> I think he's like in the party too. Oh, no, wow. no, no. To have your whole wedding base off it, it's going to be yeah. all out. It's going to be yeah. all out. I'm oh. so, I wish I was there. In Vegas, like it's got to be pro, like yeah. professional people doing it. Oh, I hate it. I hate Rocky Horror. It's so good. But like I, I, again, like I think it'd be fun yeah. to put on and, and do that. Same with Mamma Mia. I I don't like the movie, but the music is just like incredible. The, so mu- the like, musical's better. Is it? There's like more in the musical. I feel like, uh, but what what Mamma Mia is and what it stands for is just a party. Yeah. Like the book, it's kind of like shout. You don't go to see Mamma Mia for the storyline, right? And that's what you have to realize going into it. Like I love jukebox musicals because. As somebody who studied theater for so long, most of the time going to the theater is like a hassle for me because I'm like, oh, listen to that chord, like that chord, the dissonance in it sounded so cool. Like that's symbolic or like I'm trying to like analyze everything or being like, I would have choreographed this differently. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's just my you probably feel the same way. My brain doesn't shut off. But if I go to a jukebox and it's just like Rock of Ages partying, I'm like, yes, feel good. Like, (laughs) I'm I'm jamming out right now. Um, So that's why I love Mamma Mia. Plus that music's special to me yeah now no. that i sing it in a band yeah too. that's awesome yeah, dancing that's queen city wait when's your performance <laughs> it's at bassett park in amherst at seven o'clock on wednesday wednesday yeah it's free events show up if i'm free i will show up to that because i do love <laughs> i'll the music. post it probably on social media at some point this week yeah when i get around to it <laughs> <laughs> i do love the music but that's like i love directing and i and i love Having the story, that's why I loved Sweeney Todd because it gets so story, story yeah. oriented. And then like to sit back for something like Mamma Mia and just be like, just get up there and sing. It's like, no, there's I can't more do than it. that. Well, I'm also selfish as the choreographer. I'm like, I get to have more fun <laughs> most right, of the time right. in a jukebox. Like that's what is standing out. Yes, like Grease, like Grease, the storylines. That's subpar, but yeah. the music's great. Like, let's hand drive. I'm ready. <laughs> That's another one because I, I have a bunch of guys at work who saw Sweeney Todd who aren't musical people, and they're they're throwing out these musicals. They want Mamma Mia and Grease. I'm like, dude, neither of those are things that I have anything to do with. Like, I would just sit back yeah. for those. But they're money makers. They're money makers. Absolutely. Grease will Absolutely. forever bring in people. Which it's so sad that like theater comes down to it. It's like got to do a show that's gonna mm-hmm. fill seats. I know. Come see live support live theater people. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's really, really, it's really cool. It's there's nothing else like it. No, they actually no. say that like cardiologists are like being together in a theater, enjoying something all together is healing. Like I tell my students, they're heart doctors because <laughs> when people are laughing and enjoying and being around each other's presence, it's actually good for you. Wow. All right. Which, which is true. It's true. You're, right. They're healing. It's a so, healing experience. I'm so I'm so cheesy. I'm so sorry, we're guys. all we're all heart so doctors come, here. Come get healed. Come get healed. Come the ghost light theater <laughs> tagline. <laughs> ghost light. Come get healed. Heart doctors. <laughs> Just don't show up at seven forty. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, I thought you were like, I was like, seven, no. if it shows at eight, that's great time. I showed up so late to Sweeney. I don't know what happened. Oh my gosh, I was so embarrassed. I was not late. Like, I think I showed up at, it started at eight. I was there at like 7.56. And like, oh. Gary's standing outside with my ticket in his hand. Like, of look who yeah. decided like, to show up. I'm yeah. like, I have four minutes. Four what minutes. Whole... Well, I go to I go to the theater by myself a lot because like, why not? Yeah. That was one of the things as I got older, I was like, don't not do something because you're by yeah. yourself. Like, just yeah. go do it. So I do a lot of things by myself because um, it's... I'm too busy to plan. So I I don't like showing up like obnoxiously early because by the time you like sit down and read through your program or then you're just scrolling on your phone yeah. trying to act like you're not alone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was super late. That was a little, I don't know why it took me so long to get here. Well, four minutes is better than a lot of yeah. other audience members. And I, I had the, the ensemble coming from the back to start. Yeah. Oh, as always. Yeah. So it was always like the queue, like, oh, okay, we still got like a line yeah. at the door and it's right. like seven o'clock or eight o'clock. So yeah, that, that was, you made it. Beauty and the Beast started with from the back. Yeah. For the little town, it's a quiet village. And I would always just like wave to people as they walked in. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> totally ruined that surprise. All right. Well, we're coming to the two-hour mark. So <laughs> wow, wow, right? Really? <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I can talk forever. It's really. We we always like the first time we hit it, we're like, no shot. We just hit two hours, and yeah. And yeah, now we, we haven't. Stopped. And now now we just don't stop hitting two hours. Uh, <laughs> As we should. Anything else? Anyone wants? Yeah. Do to, you have a favorite show in? that you've seen but haven't been in? Favorite show I've seen but haven't been in? Probably Sweeney. Oh wow! All right, like at Ghostlight, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I loved Sweeney. Oh, I love which I love musicals, so I'm biased. Like I'm gonna obviously like the musical. Um, I I really really enjoyed it. Um, I always love the Christmas carols. Yes, they're just like sentimental. Um, and you know which one I love is Noodles. I love Noodles. I love Noodles, and there's a monologue in it, and I use it for auditions. I do, and I remember you telling me so. I feel so cool because no one else has my monologue and I use it like I have my students use it too. Like I, I use it as a practice monologue because it's it's the one that um, what's her name? Ellen. Is it Ellen or the girls? Ned, Ned gives one at the end. Is no, it Ned, it's the Ned? girl one where she's oh. like, you have that perfect family I dreamed of. Like oh, the picket. Fa- it's okay, a really yes, good dramatic yes. monologue. Shout out to Don for writing a really good wow. play because I use it. I use it. That's great. I've done like like Buffalo auditions with it. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a oh, good I one. love that. I've had students use it at auditions too. Like, it's, a re- it's one of my favorite monologues to pull out. And it's like super undiscovered. Yeah. And the, and the uh, Lottie Bernice's too. I've seen those. Those are great. Yeah. Yeah. Those are always fun. Yeah. Noodles is one I want to come back to, but we did that 2017. Yeah. So. That was a really fun one. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I love that. Love that. But Sweeney, got to go. The most recent. I love that even more. Yeah. That, that's great. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like, great. like, shout out to you because I've seen you grow up from like, because when I was eleven, how old were you? Um, how many years ago is that? That was <laughs> fourteen years ago. Uh, twenty-two minus fourteen. Yeah, like you were little. Yeah, little. I remember and like seeing you grow up and like gain the passion for theater and kind of start taking things over yourself. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. You're I appreciate welcome. that. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's been an honor watching you blossom. Not that I'm like that much older than you. No. But, <laughs> but. Um, 
yeah, it's cool. If you find theater early, it's really special. Yeah. And you definitely did. So. Yeah. And I was always, I would always talk to you about it because you were like, you loved musicals. They're like your favorite. And then me, I was always like, I hate this. I hate musicals. I hate the summer. I hate the heat. I hate it. Everything. Yeah. So like I've come around. Yeah. I'm, I'm directing them now. Yeah. I've, what I've, about Shakespeare? When are you going to take that over? Never. He would never. I think you guys should. I love Shakespeare. I. He won't even come to Shakespeare in the park. Never. What? Can we get a group together and go? I'm looking for someone to go see yeah, Romeo and Juliet. I heard to. it's really good. You we're guys so. can have you gotta go. Alex time in your life. And he wouldn't. No. No. I am not a, a Shakespeare person. You just haven't seen the right production. <laughs> I've read. I've read. Multiple no, things. Shakespeare is to be performed, not read. <laughs> I don't think I could. I don't think I could get I through think it. Could, I didn't think I could do it. And then I was in it, and it changed my life a little bit. So you didn't like musicals, and now look at yeah, you. Yeah, it's literally spoken song. Shakespeare. It's poetry. Yeah, but I like the singing part. Of, like the singing is like, oh, that's cool, and it's like yeah, these people you, are like trudging through something that they don't know. I'm or start understand. a petition. How many, how many? How many? How many likes do I need? To, I will free rights. They're free. It's free to do Shakespeare. I I will never do Shakespeare. So that's on my dad. You can you can ask you can. How's your dad feel on Shakespeare? I don't know. He's a honestly. writer. He's got to like it. right? Yeah, I'm sure he he likes. Everyone has to like. I respect Shakespeare. Yeah, I respect his work and what he's done for theater. But I can't sit through one of his plays. So I haven't seen the right one. Mate, mate, that. Very well change your mind. Sure. It's my new mission in life. Have you even seen one? Mm-hmm. Mm. And then I watched. Uh, we watched versions in English class. Oh. But when you're watching it in a classroom setting, that's trash. Yeah. Sorry, teachers. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. I. I but just, it's it's just a bad scenario. I could never get into any of the 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 work, any of the words, any of that, anything. I feel like like the Scottish play and Ham- they're so dark and so creepy, and like yeah. once you get behind that message of it, it's so cool. It's all ghosts. It's ghosts and murder and See, I'm in- it's literally Sweeney. I'm usually like- into the, like the storyline and so many modern things have taken the storylines yeah. from it and just do it modern, which I like. I don't like modern takes. Like I don't like if you're going to take Shakespeare's stuff and be like, now we're going to take it to the beach or take it to, um, I don't know. Space. The future, space, exactly. Like you do that and that's just wrong. Like that's just stupid. Uh, but if you take it yeah. and just like take the message of it and do it, in a whole different story i like that like i like the stories but then listening to it is like just kill me instead of killing the person on stage kill me in the audience <laughs> you can do that tell us how you really feel <laughs> yeah i'm just i i can't do it i can't do it <sighs> but i respect him i respect his work i respect everything he's done uh, i just don't i can't sit through it just like sondheim like you can't say that. You just did Sondheim. I respect Sondheim the work. Sondheim is like categorized as the Shakespeare musical theater. Exactly. I respect the work, but Wait, so, uh, that you, guy you, is so you full You were himself. Shakespeare adjacent then. Do so, not you know. speak poorly of Mr. <laughs> Stephen Sondheim. It's, this, the, that, this is where we need to end before DJ and I get in a battle on this yeah, podcast right now. The, little Priest doesn't need 47 verses. That's all. It I'm is saying. a long song. Like a seven minute See, song. See, I'm also like, I respect Sondheim, but I'm a huge Andrew Lloyd Webber fan. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> like easier to listen to. I I just think cats is hysterical. Yeah, um, and I love it deeply. But um, yeah, no, uh, Sondheim, he's he's really cool, and what he does is is really magical. But yeah, there is sometimes when you're like, wow, enough, enough. But if you listen to <laughs> some of his stuffs, really, merrily we roll along. I'll always love. Um, Company is my favorite. I've heard a lot about Company. If you do it gender swapped version of company like the revival that just happened count me in 
Count me in. I'm going to stay away from Sondheim for a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Maybe I'll return at some point. But, yeah, that's – Sean and I have agreed. Let's stay away. A lot of people want us to do Into the Woods, and I will say right now I'm no. not doing that. From I'm a choreographer's perspective, I don't like Into the Woods. Yeah. I just think it's the most mainstream of his shows, but it's not the strongest. I agree. I, it's definitely the most mainstream and definitely not the strongest by any means yeah. at all. And the music is hard. It's ridiculously hard for no reason. It's like, no. I would love to do the set. I would love to do the designing of everything. but And there's so no. many good roles. Like, nobody's really in the ensemble. Yeah, which right. Which is cool, but. Yeah. If he wrote better music for it, I'd be the into it. The music is good. <laughs> the music is, is, like, fine, but, like, I it's can like still listen to Sweeney. You're just not onto this, like, yeah. this level. Yeah. I do like Sweeney, though. Like, I genuinely do like like the songs in Sweeney. I, I just... I will say Sondheim hates women because all the women parts are obnoxiously high. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like Sweeney does not need seven high C's at all times. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. But. All right. Yeah. Um, what, what else do we have? Follow us on social media. Starry Night Theater on Instagram. Threads. Facebook. <laughs> I don't think have anybody Have you posted guys. anything? I don't even have a thread. I don't even, I've I never don't been on know. it. I've heard about it, though. X? What about X? No, we do not have <laughs> We do not have X. We never We never had a Twitter. We did have a Twitter way back. Um, it's just not for me. Neither is Facebook, though. I'm not a Facebook person. I live so. on Facebook. Yeah, I don't have I've Facebook. I've gotten jobs from posting things on Facebook really? and people seeing like how crazy I am. <laughs> yeah, that's why I have to keep my fa- My Facebook is literally to like, network myself. That's all right. Well, now it's a tool. It is a tool. It is a tool. Is. Like yeah. they even tell you that it's a tool. That's cool. Yeah. I just I don't know. I could I can't get into it. I'm an Instagram guy through and through. Yeah, I do love in- Instagram's yeah, more for like my personal enjoyment. Yeah, Facebook's yeah. network. Yeah, yeah. I don't network on anything. I just <laughs> <laughs> I, I just live my life. Stupid stuff. So um, <laughs> yeah. So follow us on our social media accounts. TikTok. We have a TikTok. Um, Alex, take uh, us away. Thank you, JDS Electrical, for sponsoring this episode. Um, <laughs> I was like, you forgot? Well, I, I did it a different way, so then I was like, oh. how do I fit in the license and insured? <laughs> JDS is licensed and insured. Yeah, JDS Electrical, Inc., licensed and insured. Call 716-523-2711 for all your electrical needs. Thank you for sponsoring this video. And thank you, Jill, for being on. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. All right. We'll see you next time.